7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart. You know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! We have very little problem in this country at this moment. Five. It's like around 12. The flu in our country kills from 25,000 people to 69,000 people. When you have 15 people, and the 15 within a couple of days is going to be down to close to zero. So far, we have lost nobody to coronavirus in the United States. Doesn't mean we won't. But think of it. You hear 35 and 40,000 people, and we've lost nobody. And you wonder the press is in hysteria mode. Unfortunately, one person passed away overnight. In terms of deaths, I don't know what the count is today. Is it 11? Look, right now, I guess we're at 26 deaths, the flu, for this year. We're at 8 million. We're, we're looking at 8,000 deaths. Taking early, intense action, we have seen dramatically fewer cases of the virus in the United States than are now present in Europe. So you're talking about 2.2 million deaths. If we could hold that down, as we're saying to 100,000, it's a horrible number. Maybe even less, whatever that final number will be, which could be 60, could be 70, could be 75, could be 55. I think right now we're heading at probably around 60, maybe 65,000. We're going toward 50 or 60,000 people. We're probably heading to 60,000, 70,000. So if we lose 65,000 people. Hopefully, we're going to come in below that 100,000 lives lost. We're going to lose anywhere from 75, 80 to 100,000 people. That's a horrible thing. I always felt 60, 65, 70. It's probably going to be somewhat higher than that. The numbers are way down from what they were two weeks ago. I mean, the numbers are really coming down. We're going to lose over 100,000, perhaps, in this country. We would have had anywhere from 10 to 20 or 25 times the number of deaths if we didn't act the way we did. About three people died since the beginning of the show from COVID-19 right now, just so everybody knows. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans Worldwide. Joining me on the program, uh, as always, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. I wear my mask all day today. Yep. It has to be done when you're out in public. It it's got to be done. It does. And I bought I bought face shields today, too. Well, there. there you go. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Beer of the Bubble, The Swamp. Welcome. Rain, you there? Just got her mute on, so there I'm, you I'm go. I'm here. God damn it. Yeah. So that, I'm just happy yeah. to not be one of the 12, 15... 1,500, 15,000, 150,000. We're now at 160, close to 161. Yeah, 1,000. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Head it to 300,000 by December, they say. The, um, yeah. The I, predicted that, I predicted 300 by uh, Thanksgiving at this rate. Dr. Irwin Redletter, Redletter mm-hmm. who's on MSNBC, said at mm-hmm. the rate we're going, we may hit 800,000 deaths by Christmas. I would not be surprised. Uh, the hard. numbers have been have just been jumping. I mean, they, they leveled off there for a little bit, but again, it's just, you know, I, I mean, again, tell us how you have no responsibility. You're at your rallies. Nobody's dead. Nobody's dead. Here we go, 160,000 people. That montage they played was from Washington Post. Guess when that was made? It sounded like about three months ago. It was May. It was May. Hmm. So, okay. But it is what it is, guys, right? Yeah, yeah, it it is what it is, you know. Oh, oh, your grandmother died? Eh, She was what she was. I, I just, you know, it's it's just, uh, yeah, you know, uh, uh, yeah, here, here's the, here's that. Uh, a thousand Americans are dying a day. They are dying. That's true. And you ha- it is what it is. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it is what it is, but it doesn't have to be what it is. Well. And it doesn't have to continue to be the bad things that it is. And it doesn't That's have the- to continue being... A, bu- a, 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 a number without faces and names, yeah. which this administration mm-hmm. refuses to acknowledge, to humanize the death toll that has happened under their watch. And I swear to you God, know, these Trump cultists who, who, who you know, espouse that he's not to blame and it's Democrats' fault and it's Cuomo's fault and it's, you know, uh, 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 what, what's his name, uh, Gavin Newsom's fault. You know, all these, you know, no, it's not. The federal response was a failure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a failure because I think that a lot of these Trump cultists forget the idea that, not the idea, it is supposed to be called the United States of America. And we needed, and we still need, we still need, I don't expect it, but we still need a federal response. I a mean, a unified response. Is the CDC. Where all the states. Yeah, is the ahead, C- it, it, it Does the CDC fall under, you know, fall under Cuomo's uh, purview? Maybe we should just, like, make Cuomo the president of coronavirus. Well, Isn't he already? Maybe I don't know. I mean, I know, I know that there are you know issues. I I get it. I'm not going to quab. I don't. I have no time to quabble about him. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, is that New York State is legit able to say we're going to open schools because they've gotten the curve so far flattened that they can do that. And and I take you know when it comes to New York, you guys know I take that a little personally. Mm-hmm. Got two sisters up there. My mother lives there. My nephew lives there. My great niece lives there, um, and I'm really worried about it. Well, but the fact that they're able—they they got the curve flattened. I understand that, but 
you know, I, I, I posted a while ago about schools. I'm still re- nervous about it. I posted I a am. while. I posted a while ago about schools reopening, and I kind of let the parents argue um, on my page. Some were, you know, some were liberals. The former friend Armin was over there saying, yes, open the schools. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, he was citing, like, opinion pieces and shit like that. Um, And uh, Mm. other, uh, you know, I have my, my, our lawyer, who will remain unnamed, I mean... When I say our lawyer, I mean if I ever need a lawyer, I'm calling her. And I've discussed legal things with her before. She is a firebrand. She is amazing. She is an awesome liberal. Her husband and her son are wonderful. Um, but she started going at Armin when he was going at it. And, and I listened to everything she had to say. And I don't think it's smart to reopen a school anywhere. Um no. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really a parent. nervous about it, too. I don't want you guys to think that I think this is great. You know, no. Uh, I didn't, I didn't did I read that something impression. that a friend... Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm just saying I didn't get that impression from you, Rain. I, but I, I, but I, I kind of backed away and was saying, I'll just let the parents argue because I don't have, you know, a child in the fight. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm going to say right now, no, it's a dumb fucking idea. I have nieces and I have nephews that I don't want to get, have get sick. I want this country shut down in the best capacity as possible, and maybe if you can get some kind of rotation, so, so you know, get get temporary workers in to, you know, alleviate some of the stress for you know uh, 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 retail people, things like that. Try and help out people who don't qualify for unemployment. Get a more robust program going, and you know, do something. But we got, we have to, we have to shut things down again. I'd, I'd love to see a two-month lockdown. Period. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's it. Cross the board. At the very least. Yeah. Could I share something that a friend of a close friend of Barb's? Yeah. By all means. Is a ter- teacher down in Florida with her her mother and her her teachers in Florida, and has been calling Barb every all week, uh, crying and. Barb's been trying to console her because she has to go back to school. And this is what she sent us t- just a few minutes ago. Uh, she sent to Barb. She said, we ourselves are returning back to work full time on the 13th. This is down in Daytona. They are so, there are so many of our coworkers who do not do whatever they want because they don't believe it's real. They have traveled the summer, went to parties, hung out at the beach, the bars. They don't believe in wearing masks. So they seem to me to be a huge risk factor as well. This coming Tuesday, our school is hosting a welcome back staff breakfast and group photo op. Then Thursday, we have a six hour mental health training on campus. We will be working on site with other staff in some capacity for the next 14 days. This to me seems like some social experiment where we are the lab rats. I hate the way things are being handled up to this point. Please keep us in your prayers. Yeah, you know, oh God, that's heartbreaking. It that's is. heartbreaking. No, I want you to know that this 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 girl that... and her mother both have serious pre-existing conditions. Mm. See, and the, have to work. The thing is, is that it's not just the teachers that are lab rats. It's also the children. It's everyone. And We're all lab rats to this guy. Yeah. 
support of the Republicans, period. Yeah, we're, know, we're just the, all Lambrets. The, these they are the, the fictional, the fictional ACA death panels uh, are, are are real now, except it's a it's a twisted, perverse GOP fantasy. I just find it appalling what we're doing with our school children, and I find it appalling, especially appalling what they're doing in, with that asshole in Florida. Is is just he is worse than Joseph Mengele, worse. He's so he's terrible, and then then on top of it, he wants all scholastic sports to go full time. Huh. All scholastic sports, football, basketball, contact sports. He wants no mitigation, nothing. Just go, do it. At a certain point, I really don't understand, and and I mean this. This might sound naive, but I really don't understand because. They have to know that this is going to get a lot of people sick and many, many people killed. Mm -hmm. To what political, how does that benefit people like DeSantis? How, how does that benefit him politically? I, I'm, I, this is an honest question. I'm not expecting snarky answers. No, I'm I'm but thinking. I'm yeah, honestly but... I'm honestly thinking. I, I, I'm you know I, I the only the only thing I think it's going to do is he's he's you know puffing up his chest and saying trying to put his tiny little fist on the uh, you know pound his fist and and show his base I'm tough. We're tough. We can do this. You know, I mean, just in in every time he's done it, we've had a spike. When we, you know, liberate Michigan, liberate Virginia, all those fucking tweets, yeah. undermining Fauci, having his sons retweet the COVID disinformation, the campaign website getting shut down, or the campaign Twitter getting shut down because they were spreading disinformation. Oh, that pissed me off. So, I mean, to answer your question, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what, what, where in his perverted, insane, uh, ego-addled mind where he thinks that any of this is good. This is, I mean, and that's the reason why I asked it, because, you know, we, we, all of us, we I'm fine with like playing fun with the hyperbole and, 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 um, you know, saying, oh, you know, just saying the things that we say, but this really is a pandemic. Yeah. There are a lot of people dead. And I guess I might have naively believed that at a certain point, once we reached a hundred thousand people dead, the, the right-wing lunatic fringe would start taking this seriously. No, they're still saying and fake flu and, and, you know, uh, you know, saying, you know, believing QAnon over Anthony Fauci. I mean, and I'm not saying any of that hyperbolically. That's exactly what they're doing. They listen no, to what I Trump says. Not. They listen to what Trump said about masks for you know, months, and then he finally wore one once and said it was patriotic. Well, fuck you, because I'm a lot more patriotic than you are. I've been wearing one every fucking time I leave this house since this pandemic started. His cult is not wearing the masks, even though he said it. It's almost as though the cultish behavior has 
it just overtaken Trumpism. Look what's happening in Montana, or what is it? Or North was it North or South Dakota? The the uh, biker uh, Sturgis, yeah. Uh, dad Dad just made a post, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it makes me. Jeez, sick. Those people are crazy. There's a hundred thousand of them. Of course, maskless. Yeah, I, I saw a report on CNN, and, and the the one reporter, uh, he was African American, so he was real brave to go to Sturgis. Um, but he's, uh, he, he, I didn't catch his name, uh, but he, he's kind of one of those rising stars over at CNN. My my friend's sister in law is there. But oh, I'm sorry. I might but, I might be able to get some. Uh, I might be good. See, Tuesday yeah, or Friday, see, I might yeah, be see, able see if to you, get some. And yeah, yeah, see if you can get some info. But it, he said that he saw people with like masks in their hands, in in their pockets when they were going into like in you know indoor places to eat or whatever or drink. Um, but you know what Sturgis is, right? I mean, we all know what Sturgis is. It's like I'm going to be crude. I'm going to say it, it's it's motorcycles, titties, and beer. You know, and probably a lot of drugs too. You know, and I, I don't mean to be crass, but it's it's a crazy kind of gross, misogynistic, largely white trash crowd that goes and sucks down booze, do drugs, and show off on their stupid motorcycles. And I'm sorry if anybody likes motorcycles. I'm not trying to put them down in general. They're a good economical form of transportation. No, it's, it's, but, a, you know, it's a right-wing haven of, of you know sexism and everything that, personally, me, everything that I don't like. Yeah, it really you know, is. It's, it's like gods, you know, guns, and money. It's like you know, it, 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 you know, it's it's like the world's largest stack of Easy Rider magazines. You know, um, <laughs> you know, it's. And I don't want to. I don't want to sound racist, but I was watching those bikers pour into that town, and they all look alike. They really do. It's like, hey, is that the guy from well, Duck Dynasty? Hey, is that the guy from Duck people. Dynasty? Hey, is that the guy from Duck Dynasty? Hey, is that the guy from... Oh, no, he's from Grizzly Attic. Is that the guy from Duck... Are, are they all the from, Duck from Duck Dynasty? Dynasty? Is that guy... That's the yeah. guy from Duck Dynasty. That's it's the almost, other guy from Duck Dynasty. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they <laughs> took the family of Duck Dynasty and just cloned them a hundred thousand yeah. times. Or, yeah, uh, or, 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 you know, uh, God just pooped them out that way. Um, <laughs> so, to me, that's not racist, Joe. No, I was being that's facetious. Yeah. So, uh, but I want to I want to play another clip because that was one montage of Trump talking about COVID deaths. CNN had one last night too. It's looking like it's heading to fifty thousand or more deaths, deaths, not cases. Fifty thousand deaths. So we're talking about maybe sixty thousand or so. That's a lot of people, but that's a hundred thousand was the minimum we thought that we could get to, and we, we will be lower than that number. We well, yeah. had millions of deaths instead of, it looks like we'll be at about a 60,000 mark, which is 40,000 less than the lowest number thought of. Now, with all of the death that we've seen at 50 or 60,000 people heading toward, right now it's at 40, but 50 or 60,000 people, probably over 54, I see. Yeah, we've lost a lot of people, but if you look at what original projections were 2.2 million Yours. we're probably heading to 60,000 70,000 70, I used to say 65,000 and now I'm saying 80 or 90 and it goes up and it goes up rapidly yeah it is what it is right oh my um God. and 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 you know what your Trump, your prediction was uh, uh Trump remember that prediction zero that's right 
you denied it all from the beginning because you did nothing because it wasn't I mean if 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 it had been an army of people storming our shores I think Trump would have done something if it was an army yes he because you know he's got a hard on to use the military that would have been oh he would have been like oh yeah I'm gonna win now I'll be the wartime president we've got you know North Koreans storming the shore we got Russians you know crossing the Bering Strait and yeah we're gonna we're gonna get them we're gonna wipe them out we're gonna kill them um, well, Russians, he probably would have just rolled over and taken his pants off. Um, he basically already has, but yeah. that's another discussion. So, well, you know, uh, f- uh, one more time. Uh, one final time. Uh, but, you know, uh, or whatever, whoever, I don't know. Uh, you know, he, 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 wanted, he deployed the military to the southern border uh, on more than one occasion. He's deploying the military to, you know, Portland and other places around the country. Uh, he had his, his again, uh, Trump patrol uh, flying in and out. Guess what? After Trump's visit to Cleveland yesterday, no more black helicopters, no more troop transports. So they were oh. just they were just dropping well, snipers off everywhere. They were just dropping snipers off everywhere. You know that's what it was. You know exactly that's what he they were they were putting snipers in everywhere because he is so despised. Um and uh and yeah, and he uh and, and of course he came to Cleveland and yes, now the famous Cleveland speech that he gave, we'll get to that after the break. But you know, he um he's Again, you know, he said no, no big deal. But you know, and and people were, you know, like I'm sorry, I, I lost my train of thought. He, if if people came across the border, he'd be deploying the military, and he has deployed the military. If there was an army, he would go after it. An army that would, you know, per, was a perceived threat to to American lives, he would have done something about it. Probably, I'm assuming. But because this is an invisible threat. And he doesn't believe in science, and his cult doesn't believe in science. He's gotten 161,000 people killed. Yeah. You know, uh, yesterday, and it came up in my Twitter feed today, but yesterday, Russell... Um, Brand? Uh, Russell Honore. Oh, oh, sorry. You remember him? He no, was the guy no. who we sent, into, to, we sent him into New Orleans to... Mm-hmm. You know, get that shit cleaned up because there were soldiers that were shooting. You know, it, it, oh, he's okay. a hero. Yeah. Um, yesterday, he posted. He posted this. Um, it's time to use the Department of Defense to collaborate logistics and command control with state National Guard to meet testing needs. Testing is a weapon like artillery. We need a quick, mass, flexible, accurate system to win this war. I read that and I was like, that's what we need. Mm-hmm. And so when you have Trump saying, I'm a wartime president, he's too fucking scared to take on this virus. Yeah. He really is a, a coward. Yes. And I, again, I don't understand why. I don't. I don't because you know what? I'm going to say something that nobody who's listening is going to want to hear. If he did what Russell Honore said... And if he did what we've been talking about, if he did everything that could be done to get this virus under control, there's a really good chance he would be reelected. Oh, you're you're absolutely right. And you know, it's of course, of course, I don't even like the notion of the possibility of him getting reelected. 
and now you see oh, what I don't kind want of, it, but you, you but and you see because he did nothing and got 161,000 people killed, probably 300,000 by Thanksgiving. I believe it's going to be 300,000 by Thanksgiving. That we know of. Yeah, that we know of. But uh, he, uh, you know, uh, he, now he's doing everything. Uh, he's soliciting, uh, continuously soliciting foreign interference. Now we hear uh, Russia's like, oh, we totally need to get Trump back in. And then China's like, oh, uh-huh. we totally need to get Biden in. China, if you're listening, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, I had to do that. Um, it, but uh, no, I don't want any fucking election interference. But he was doing it with Ukraine. You know, he's been doing it with every every possible thing he can do. And now the election interference with the GOP, uh, you know, members of the GOP and, and Trump's orbit, uh, trying to get Kanye on the ballot, trying to siphon off African American votes. I got to tell you, I don't think. So weird. I, I mean, I, I I highly doubt that will make any significant difference. That is like saying. That is so pandering and so ugly to think that every African American will, or, or or any African American of good conscience, if you're gonna you, you wait, you're dangling a shiny famous person with no plan in front of them, and they're like, "Oh, I like his music, I'll vote for him." If you yeah. really are that reductive and gross about a a, a, a large percent of our, percentage of our population, that shows how gross and racist you are. I'm just, I'm a, Kenny, I'm going to interrupt you for a minute. You going to let me finish? <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. No, go ahead. But Kanye, Kanye ain't no Jill Stein. No. Jill Stein ran the greatest diversion campaign ever. Um, oh, that was kind of, that was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. So, but the thing is, you know, I mean, it's so cynical and ugly Mm -hmm. that they would think again, and they're, and not only that, but they're taking advantage of somebody who is mentally ill and his wife just came out and said it. He is not mentally fit. He's not mentally fit to run for office. There are Republican operatives running around I, I, around the Midwest or the West or the Northwest yeah trying to get him on the on the ballot and oh, from yeah. what I understand one was a Trump lawyer Kim, wasn't she Kim Kardashian is with him on an island someplace like she got him out of the states I don't know what the I don't know the truth to that but they're doing this it it, it appears like they're doing this without his permission. Um, it's, well, uh, the thing is, uh, I think Kim might want to try and get in. uh, This is all speculation on my part, you know, see if there's, if there's some kind of power of attorney she can get to possibly, you know, take care of him and not let him be exploited. I cannot stand Kanye, but he is mentally ill. It has been addressed numerous times that he has severe bipolar bouts. Yeah. Yes. And to say we want somebody like that with their finger on the nukes. We, I mean, it was scary enough with Trump, who we know is a narcissistic, um, you know, sociopath. When you say was, just a reminder, is, he is, still does. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. I'm, uh, you know, with it, tenses are lost on me in, shut, in, in quarantine. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. So, anyway, we do have to go to the break. But, Joe, uh, any anything you wanted to uh, 
say before we uh, go to the break? Well, just about third party. Um, I don't think uh, anything that Kanye West or anybody, other third party is going to do is going to siphon off votes from Biden this this time like Jill Stein yeah. did. Because, first of all, I, I don't see, I it may be me, but I don't feel the uh, antagonism, antagonism toward Biden that the old Bernie bros had against Clinton. It doesn't seem that, that angry this time. That, it doesn't seem the, the division. I don't see that many people saying, oh, they Biden screwed Bernie out of this and I'm going to oh, well, vote for Trump. I don't well, see that. Well, Biden doesn't have a vagina, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's so, a lot uh, of misogyny going I, on. I don't see, I don't in, see that. Yeah. I don't see that. I don't see a third party candidate. I don't see there's enough anger from disaffected Democrats, if you want yeah. to call them that, to, to, to siphon off enough votes this time. Because I think they're pretty unified against Trump. Yeah. Go Joe ahead, and Kenny, did, did, I, I don't know if I don't know if I'm the only one who kind of looks at this this whole Kanye thing. And I, I've got a lot of friends who are people of color on the social media. Same here. They're not they're not fooled by this kind of blackface, literally shucking and jiving bullshit that the Republican Party is trying to pull with Kanye. And that's really what it comes down to. Well, um, anyway, we got to go to the break. Uh, Sorry but, for yeah. saying that. You no, know, that was... that's okay. I just we just got to go to the break. Uh, <laughs> we got uh, "Swimming Upside Down" by Bobber coming up. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on "Turn Up the Night" with Kenny you Pick. Know what? Then things are really clear.
Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Has anybody told you how good-looking you are lately? Well, they should. Oh, my good gracious me! Look at that! RadioForHumans.com Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And, of course... No circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. The Tim Coromel Show, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night on RadioForHumans.com. Boom, boom, shakalaka, goes right there. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh, my God! They killed Kenny! You bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. Oh, my God, I went outside for, like, 30 seconds on the break, and all these mosquitoes were like, Oh, hi, how you doing? And I was like, oh, no, you little bastard. I'm going to have to put on some bug spray. And then the cats will all hate me. So because the cats don't like the smell of the bug spray we have because it has a high concentration of citronella in it. Uh, Anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi, I'm really glad you got to hear us feeding the dogs. <laughs> I did put in the chat, mute, Rain. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. It's okay. I just heard, it's cool enough, I think we can open this window. So, <laughs> no, it's not cool enough. So, um, And, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I just took yeah. my dog for a walk. There. Oh, there you go. Aww. So, Oh, my God, these little mosquitoes. Got ugh. It. Got a big scar on his back. He looks like Frankenstein. Oh. But he's doing well? Yeah, he's doing great. Good. Doing better than me. Yeah. 
Well, I will say there's one thing that uh, I agree with Trump on. I don't like mosquitoes! But he's uh, supposed to be an alpha male. It shouldn't bother him. Can they penetrate that thick, uh, thick orange dripping wax on his face? Did you see him it, giving that one speech where he said... Uh, Thailand. Thailand. Um, I... He looked like not. he looked like he just looked at the Ark of the Covenant. He's, he's, I mean, it was just like melting, the incredible melting man. Um, it, 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 we just watched this movie the other day called Devil's Reign, and like at the end, every well, I should, spoilers. These people got all gloopy and gloppy and started dripping, and I was like, "Damn, Trump's Trump's getting deviled rained on." Um, but uh, did you see that? Did either of you see that? No. I mean, it's like he he had on the super super. Co- I woke up to it. I woke up to hearing about it. It's like Thailand, yeah. Thailand. Yeah, that sounds it, like you know a spa that he goes to when he leaves Mar-a-Lago. And you know, you've seen him like sweat on his lip and stuff like that. It literally looked like the the makeup was liquefying and like running down over his lips. It was disgusting. So Cuomo commented on that last night too. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but that brings us to Trump's, uh, visit to Ohio because he was just here. He, uh, you could, you could, uh, I, I think I, I caught a little whiff of him, uh, from the airport. Uh, so, and, uh, you know, his, uh, yeah. So he, you know, uh, fortunately no, no shardy blue ice fell on my house from Air Force One. So that's good. I should have watched it for Air Force One to fly in. Because th- I'm fairly certain that landed at Cleveland Hopkins, and I could have used my powerful slingshot that they're all worried about. <laughs> um, guns are fine, but not powerful slingshots. Kenny, um, how not- is how is your water? Uh, I mean, the- do you do you have water? Because from what I understand, if it wasn't for him, people wouldn't have water. Oh, yeah. And, you know, actually, we got our water back as soon as we were allowed to start saying Merry Christmas again, as soon as he walked into office. God damn it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so he was in, uh, he was in Cleveland, and uh, he uh, made one of the most grotesque attacks on Joe Biden I've ever heard a politician make against another. And uh, obviously, he's going to get a free pass from his, his, uh, fake charlatan evangelicals and the cult and everything they're like yeah yeah what what he said is smart and it means something he's going to do things that nobody ever would ever think even possible because he's following the radical left agenda take away your guns destroy your second amendment no religion no anything hurt the bible hurt god he's against god he's against guns He's against energy, our kind of energy. Mm. Uh, I don't think he's going to do too well in Ohio. I think I, he's going to do pretty well in Ohio because we're not all a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> um, but Every time I hear that, I, I think of the song, We Don't Need No Education. Hurt the Bible, hurt God. Tell me how one hurts God. The all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing you know, intangible force in the heavens. Tell me what Joe Biden, is he going to build a God killing machine? Is that what it is? Do we have like, no, Sor- did, did all the Soros money, I, 
That's why we're not getting our I, checks, because George Soros has built a God-killing machine to pierce the heavens and hurt God. We well, don't need no thought control. Joe. Yeah, I think you're misconstruing what he meant. He means hurt his feelings, or God's feelings. Oh. I think Joe Biden oh. didn't invite him to speak. I'm sorry, go ahead. He didn't invite yeah, him. Yeah, that's it. Uh, he didn't invite him to speak at the Democratic National Convention. Oh, okay. Uh, God, God really wanted to be the keynote speaker. Oh, that makes he was, sense. Was, can we he was, he was, it was crazier than crazier? passed over. No, Biden passed him over for, could it be? Satan? Oh, man, you're going <laughs> to... <laughs> Uh, that that I do not I have on know. speed dial, but I, I I do have it on slow dial, so I will uh, play it. <laughs> Could right it be Satan? You're a liar, Trump. Uh, yeah, I did have that one right. <laughs> yeah, there. I that was. Not... Also, by the way, there'll be there'll be there'll be uh uh there'll be um a a pedophile convention next door to the Democratic National Convention. They're going to have a pizza stand set up. Mm, With Comet. no basement. Comet pizza. No, it'll have a basement. It'll have oh. its own basement. Oh. Yeah. And can you? What, oh, it'll be the warehouse for uh, uh, Wayfair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was really one of the crazier things. Speeches. That, that, which, this says a lot. Yeah. That was crazy. That well, was. Chris Cuomo. Uh, had uh, uh, something, uh, quite a few things to say about that. Um, and uh, I, I wanted to get more, but I, I was running short on time. But this is, it's kind of long. Uh, but this is, uh, here Cuomo breaks it down. And it's like, you know, uh, he starts off with saying, you know, where are all these tests that have been promised? All the tests that have been promised. And by the way, the tests are shit. Those quick tests that Trump is getting and using uh -huh. on, on people are shit. How do I know that? Because my governor tested positive, uh, no spine to wine, tested positive for COVID-19 and then got a follow-up test and he was negative. So we don't know how many people in D.C. who are in the orb. Louis Gohmert might not even have it. He's probably chugging the, oxy the hydroxychloroquine. I almost said oxycodone. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Well, he, he probably is. Yeah. And, and, and this is, uh, oh, oh man, you know what I forgot to get, uh, no, I'll talk about that later, but yeah, li listen to, you know, Cuomo is like, you know, we, 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 maybe this is why we're not getting those tests. We had assumed the president was refusing to help us with testing because he was making a political calculation, but regrettably we may have been wrong today. This president gave us reason to believe that his judgment may not just be bad, it may be impaired. Did you hear this? He's going to do things that nobody ever would ever think even possible. Take away your guns, destroy your Second Amendment, no religion, no anything, hurt the Bible, hurt God. He's against God. Those are the rantings of someone shouting at the sky and hoping for spare change. A man responsible for my and your family really believes 
that a political opponent is trying to hurt God and hurt the Bible, whatever that means. I mean, Ow, my Bible. did he find that wisdom in that two Corinthian part of the good book <laughs> that he made up? If Trump wants devoutness to be a measure, remember what he knows about the Bible. Two Corinthians, right? Two Corinthians, 317. That's the whole ballgame. Where the Spirit of the Lord, right? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And here there is Liberty College, but Liberty University. But it is so true. You know, when you think, and that's really, is that the one? Is that the one you like? Shut up! Well, he's always what? looking for what you like. But he's the only Christian I've ever known who says he's never needed God's forgiveness. He's the only Christian yeah. I know who's almost never been seen attending a service. But the time has come to look past his faith. It is time to look at this man's behavior through the lens, not just of a man who simply lacks moral agency, but perhaps basic cogency. This man wants to talk about hurting God when he gassed Americans exercising their First Amendment rights to protest injustice in America. Remember, the head of the Joint Chiefs had to apologize for even being there for that scene. They were protesting injustice that is anathema to Jesus's message. Injustice that Trump denies even exists in this country. And remember why he did it. For a photo op holding a Bible which he was asked about and answered this way. It's a Bible. Is it your Bible? It's a Bible. I mean, is this about being devout or just dumb? He doesn't know whose it is. He doesn't know what's in it. He certainly doesn't know how to live by the message, but he wants to talk about being a good Christian? A man who puts kids in cages because yep. he likes the message it sends? I don't think, though, that this is just about faith. I mean, I really believe it is time to take a look at his fortitude. Oh, he had so much oh. more, so much more on that. Uh, so we got to give him an amen for that. Amen. Amen. So I mean, now, yeah, that's the thing we for, you know, I don't think we forget. I'm going to speak on behalf of myself, but it's almost too much for me to you know, to really address the fact that he still has children and and parents in cages and they are mm -hmm. separated. Yeah. It's not just children. It's their parents. Yeah. They're separated. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean. That's not this, godly and, at all. That's not Christian. That's not, that's not moral. You know, like, you know let me just jump in here, too, because what would be Christ-like during this pandemic? Healing the sick or preventing the sick from getting sick. Taking care of the least among us. Yeah. But he takes no blame. Oh, it's the China virus. It's the China virus. China did this to us. Well, you said it wasn't going to hurt us. Why didn't you know? Mm-hmm. You, you you read so much, you're you're so smart, you're so cognizant, you can say, Oh, elephant. You know, you can put together a five <laughs> five piece wooden puzzle of a turtle. And then Mitch McConnell will That's go, what Biden said. It's very nice. Biden said Hell no, I'm not gonna take that test. I can I could identify an elephant. 
Do you take a drug test? You a junkie? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I should. Yeah, I can identify that. an elephant. Yeah. Oh, it's an elephant. Yeah, it's an elephant. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I could be president now. Yeah. Exactly. You know, Trump uh, is a sociopath. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Poop. He forgot the fifth, the sixth word. Poop. Yeah. Shirt. Clap. Clap. Fizz. Fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Bing, you bing, bong, and that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I mean, seriously, you, 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 again, what uh, the, I love that he used the word antithetical. Uh, you know, uh, Cuomo said it. You know, uh, the things that Trump does are antithetical to the teachings of Christ. I attended Christian schools. Not just one, not just two, but three. And... I know this, this much I know, that the teachings of Christ would have you take care of the least among us and, and, and heal the sick, prevent the sick from dying, you know, uh, or, or prevent people from getting sick, period. I mean, granted, I don't think really there's a message in the Bible about, um, you know, quarantining people coming back from other countries on, you know vessels <laughs> you know i don't think there's a specific thing about that but the overall the overarching message is to take care of the least among us heal the mm -hmm. sick and you know and and value every human life whether they agree with you or not turn the yeah. other cheek he said in the past his favorite part is an eye for an eye in the bible until jesus turned it over overturned that with turn the other cheek he can't, you know, he can't turn the other cheek, but the evangelicals love it. The Franklin Grahams oh. and the Jerry Drunken <laughs> Falwell Jr., which we'll get to. We got an update on him, folks. If he turned the other cheek, it would only, when you hit him, it, you'd only get more orange on you anyway. Oh, it, it, it actually, yeah, I think yeah, he's... Yeah, it, it would not work out. Only yeah. if you put your nose up in there. It, it wouldn't work out. I think which there's a the thick enough Republican barrier... Party. I think there's a thick enough barrier it would prevent, you know, you from coming into contact with his nerve endings and your hand would just stick in it like, you know, um, you know, the, the, when you mix uh, cornstarch like with water. Like molasses in January. Sure. Just there remember, <laughs> Joe and Ken, his butt cheeks hang down to the back of his knees. Oh. I think that's why he wears baggy pants. I think he actually has wheels under them. Oh, I he, think has, he has wheels under them. He's got. Oh, he's got. Yeah, he has tra uh, yeah. trainer wheels under his cheeks. Probably so. God damn mosquitoes! And so if you got smack me, them man. hard enough, man, that's going to create it like a tornado. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, but you know, uh, again, you know, this is it, everything Trump does is antithetical to the teachings of Christ. There's not one Christ-like thing, you know. In in another thing, uh, uh, Jennifer Granholm was on uh, with Cuomo last night and said. You know, point out in the Bible where Jesus mentioned uh, gays or abortions, because that's all they care about. That's all people care about is, oh, we're, we're too, man's going to marry a duck. No, well, isn't consenting it really, adults. It really does come down to making sure that, you know, straight white men control everything. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Straight, white, Christian, entitled men. 
Um, and to a lesser degree, they're they're. I'm talking they're about yeah. When I say that, I mean evangelicals. Yeah, uh, same White here. Evangelicals. Same here. You know, I don't want to disparage good Christians who use their faith to make themselves better in the world around them. That's not who I'm talking about. The fundies, the evangelicals, yeah. even e- evil jellicals is what they are. You know, um, I I highly suggest. I have not read her book, but um, I highly suggest. Um, uh, Dana Goldberg, she's got a podcast on the, you know, the sexy yeah. liberal network and stuff. Sure. She interviewed Mary Trump and it's available on Spotify. I listened yeah. to it today. I really suggest it's 70 minutes. It's really worth it because it's not one of those like, you know, interviews where you you only have about five minutes and you have to be just really in the box because yeah. you're on cable or network TV. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend everybody listen to it because, um, yeah, he, Trump, he, we, we've known he's fucked up, but he's fucked up in a way yeah. different way. Well, let, let's see. Let's, let's also, again, since we're talking about him being essentially, you know, let's, let's just stop saying he's antithetical to the teachings of Christ and call him an antichrist. I'm not he, talking. Yeah, he is. I'm not talking in a spiritual, biblical kind of way. He is an antichrist, um, he, because nothing he or his followers do is Christ-like. Because listen to this: uh, Sanjay Gupta interviewing Anthony Fauci, and because Anthony Fauci is trying to do the Christ-like thing and save human lives and prevent people from becoming sick through science. Listen to what mm-hmm. he's had to endure. You have told me and you've told others that you have no intention of not staying in this job as, as tough as it's been, frankly, lately. So let me ask the question a little bit differently, uh, because you and I also share, we both have wives and three daughters. Um, how's Christine doing with all this? Has she, uh, has she worried about you? Does she suggested that maybe you pull back at all? Well, she doesn't suggest they pull back. She's fine. The girls are fine. They're geographically distributed their young women now and have their own jobs and their own professions. They're in three separate cities. So I, I miss seeing them. The only stress, I think more on the children. Uh, Chris is a, is a rock. She's my anchor is the, 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 the really uh, unseemly things that crises bring out in the world. You know, it brings out the best of people and the worst of people. And, you know, getting death threats for me and my family and harassing my daughters to the point where I have to get security is just, I mean, it's amazing. I I wouldn't have imagined in my wildest dreams that people who object to things that are pure public health principles are so set against it and don't like what you and I say, uh, namely in the word of science, that they actually threaten you. I mean, that to me is just strange. So... Other than that, which they're handling well, I wish that they did not have to go through that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that you're, you're going through that and your daughters and Christine. I, I, I know it can't be easy. Dean Williams refer, referred to this war on science. Dr. Fauci, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But you are the face of science for so many right now, not just here in the United States, but around the world. Um, but I am sorry that you're, you're going through that. There just there, there isn't an excuse for that. We have a public health crisis uh, through which you're helping us navigate. Uh, is Anthony Fauci Catholic? I assumed I, he was. I, I don't know. You, 
You'd have to ask Tim because he yeah. worked for him. Well, oh, the, wow. the, the the reason I ask is I think uh, that he should be nominated for sainthood um, <laughs> because, uh, again, what he is doing here, he's nothing nothing about this. You know, I mean, the lies that have been told about him and threatening his daughters. How ugly and evil and just demonic do you have to be to do something like that? Uh, you know, again, I'm not going to besmirch Satanists at all because Satanists actually believe in science and believe in uh, protecting people. Same with, you know, witches, Wicca, you know, pagans, all that. You know, they, they value science. They value progress. Uh, these backwards demonic evangelicals, um, they're, they're the, again, they're the Antichrists and Trump is their leader. And you know, there was... Um... There was an article in today's Waypo, and I didn't link it to our chat because I just didn't. And it was in the local section. But um, Dr. Fauci, when he comes home from work, he goes to his house. And then um, I don't know. I don't know all the details, but he basically walks through his neighborhood for exercise. Mm -hmm. And his neighbors know him or they know of him. They might not know him. And they they've been trying to figure out a way to say thank you. And everybody was like, oh, do we pass him a note? Do we, you know, we're in, mm. we're in the pandemic, we're all this stuff. And one of one of his neighbors literally had signs made saying, thank you, Dr. Fauci. And what they're doing now is they, they put them, those signs are in their front front yards. Yeah. So when he, when he comes home, he sees them. He is, he is a hero in his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And he's a hero, you know, I think to many of many, probably more, you know, we're the majority. We need to remember we're the majority. The Trump cultists are not the majority in this country. I can. Yeah, I concur. So. And so I just I thought that was just a wonderful thing. And, you know, Fauci in the article is like, yeah, it's nice, but I'm not going to let it get to my head. Yeah, because he understands his 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 place and his role is that he's, you know, he's a medical you know, a uh, 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 professional, and just like when, oh, dude, what about uh, what was that? Jim Jordan that was haranguing him at the hearing the yeah. other day. It's like, look, I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm just gonna do my job and give you the information. It's not wise to gather without masks, inside, outside, whatever. So, but anyway, yeah, so uh, Zelda says he was raised Catholic, so uh, good enough, Joe. He can become a saint, right? Uh, canonize him now. All right, huh. very good. Joe, pull, pull, pull the levers and whatnot. Uh, get on the, fo- uh, the phone with Pope Frank. Um, huh. Yeah, I got a Pope phone. Oh, okay. Cardinal yeah. Joe. Uh, what goes unsaid there, by the way, is that all of his needing security for his daughters and all the threats yeah are because of donald j trump exactly yeah and exactly. i know he can't say that but he that won't was say what's it. that's that's the orange yellow elephant in the room yeah, yeah. and donald j trump i and can his identify stupid lemming followers yeah i can identify an orange elephant on a piece of paper so i should be president um, I don't know. I don't know if you could. Is that an elephant or, or a camel? Uh, is that an elephant oh, or a camel? Oh, camel? Oh, I don't know. Wait a minute. TV? Camels camels have trunks, right? Uh, <laughs> anyway. yeah, they're back. In the back. My <laughs> trunks, trunks, my trunks. Back. My lovely camel trunks. 
Um, so anyway, we gotta go to the break. We'll be right back. Uh, sorry, Fergie. Something is going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's gonna happen? Something wonderful. And now, on with the show. Hurt the Bible, hurt God. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on RadioForHumans.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. I um I want to hurt the Bible and I want to hurt God. Ow! You hit me in the Bible. Yeah, and uh, no. and God, uh, you just bruised God. Yeah. Well, what is he going to do? Spank me? Uh, I welcome. I welcome his spanking. Papa spank. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, I actually do I have that. My mind around that. Papa spank. Gonna hurt the Bible and hurt God. I. Papa spank. Um. <laughs> thank you, Mark Hamill. And and of course, uh, yeah. Welcome back, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, hurting uh, the Bible and God for decades. Yeah, you know, I, I just watching uh, during the break. Uh, Trump's given a speech at. Oh, his God. Bedminster Golf Club. No, oh, he's giving bed, a news news bed, conference oh, there. I think they're going to rename and, it Bed Bedbugminster. But go ahead. And and he he assembled some of the members to now, watch his members. Do you mean people yeah. or penises? No, well, come on, people. Don't some penis with penis in this house. Some with penises, I presume. But oh, come on, don't um, penis in this house. Anyway, I'm watching them, and there's all these guys that obviously were drinking on the the 10th hole there, or the the 19th hole, whatever they call it. When they put their members in the hole? Yeah. And uh, I I have to ask this question. Why do men who have size 50 waists (laughs) try try to wear 32 uh, shorts? Uh, You know, that is a good question. it does not work. Because I'm like up to you men to answer. It's I'm a straight man. It does not work. I'll tell you what. I'm the opposite. I'm tr- I'm I'm a 32 waist trying to wear 38 shorts. I need a new belt and new shorts. <laughs> I mean, these guys are standing. First of all, I want you to see the picture here. He's giving this impromptu news conference, and it's inconsequential because he's just lying. Mm. Anyway. Uh, He's up there giving a speech, and these people are standing behind uh, a cordon of chairs, mm-hmm. and they're all crowded, way beyond the New Jersey capacity that's set by law. 
Well, okay, you know what, and not as, and all and and they all were not wearing masks until the cameras switched to them, and they all pulled them out of their pocket and flung them out. Mm. And but the, the the striking thing is, how do you get your your thirty two inch belt under a ninety inch belly? Oh, I, I don't know. Well, well Jerry Falwell Jr. God. had it right. I'm gonna go with as a lady who doesn't understand some of these things. I'm gonna go with maybe the belt pulls up the you know the enlarged prostate. No, nothing pulls up okay. an enlarged. <laughs> take it from take it from someone who just, has an enlarged prostate. I was just spit the nothing it. pulls that up. It's all right, all right, just all right. right. There. All right. I thought you were but, show, um, show me the show us. Put the picture in the chair. We got to get Bobber huh? in here. I got You said you were going to put the picture. Oh, in the oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go but ahead. anyway, and of course, no der, oh, der Braumeister Bobber for Freedom's Blog, Washington D.C. Welcome. Hello, Bob. Welcome. Happy Friday. Happy Friday Woo. to you. So, um, I want to I want to share. Uh, uh, Tennessee is going to have to watch what he eats here. Today he ate three flies. <laughs> oh, okay. good boy! Good, good, for, like good for him. Good him. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have no idea. We're in the back of the house where we have got. We, we have all new screens in the, in the addition and everything. They must have like followed me in as I was going out. But in, <laughs> th- th- t- this afternoon, three big fat house flies in the door was shut to the front of the house. I have no idea how they got in. And so I swatted these fuckers. And I, I, I killed one, and I, I you know picked it up with a to- uh, uh, or toilet paper, paper towel. Toilet paper is still a precious commodity. Uh, picked them up with a paper towel, threw them out, and then I whacked another one, and and he was like sitting in the window frame where it fell, and he's like, "What's this? Oh, okay, I'll eat that." Uh, and he did it, and then I, I got another one uh, that was on the other screen and uh, whacked it, and it fell like right in front of him. And he was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and he just just gobbled him up. Uh, so Tennessee, um, he's, he's my little fly eater. We were calling him Froggy for a while now. So, uh, but anyway, have you guys had cats that eat flies? Because I've, I've had cats that eat flies before. We have dogs that eat flies. Yeah. They, but they like, to, they like to catch them, eat them, eat them alive. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, every once in a while we'll get teeny tiny little grease ants in the house too. They'll come at like you know for kibble, um, uh, you know, in the cat's food dishes and everything. We try not to leave out you know that because you know one year it was horrible, uh, the the last real real hot dry summer we had, and those little fuckers will come in anywhere. You got a screen, you got an open door, whatever. They make their way in. Well, t- we had a couple in the sun porch the other day, and Tennessee was like, oh. And he just like started eating them and then licking the floor where they were. <laughs> and I was like, "Little boy likes bugs. I dig it." So, um, but anyway, so yeah, so he's staying away from me right now because I did put on the bug spray on the last break. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, anyway, I want I want to talk about uh, something that's that's been making some headlines. That's a, a little more positive. Um, and, and I'm sorry I wasn't able to get more audio. I've had a lot of things on my mind. So uh, what I got tonight is a little little threadbare, but not terrible. Uh, not like last show where I had like how many clips? 13 clips from the, uh, the uh, uh, um, what's his name? The interview, uh, the, the uh, Axios interview. 
um, uh. w- which was just uncanny to to just unload all those clips and 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 you know talk about them. Uh, but I want to want to talk about this, and this is um, Andrew Mitchell reports MSNBC, of course. Um, about the, the podcast, the, uh, Michelle Obama has done what, two episodes of her new podcast. Maybe she's up to three now. Two. Um, two. Okay. I've not had a chance to check it out, but in, in the most recent one, she admitted something that uh, I think most Americans of good conscience are, are feeling right now. And I know I certainly am. Um, for, you know, the things that are going on in the world around us, I've been had, I've had my ups and I've had my downs when things went crazy in Cleveland and, you know, a lot of businesses were smashed up, uh, you know, and, 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 and it was proven that there were agent provocateurs that came in from out of state, fat little chubby white kids coming in saying opportunity of a lifetime to go destroy things in Cleveland. (sighs) You know, I mean, seriously, they, they totally got busted. You know, these fat little 20-year-old, you know, assholes go come put on masks in fucking ruined businesses that are, are run by people of color. And, um, you know, and, and they didn't ruin the businesses. We, we, we'll bounce back. Cleveland, we got to be Cleveland tough, right? Um, but Andrea Mitchell uh, is talking about what, you know, what's really, really, really going to get most Americans now, not just broken windows, not, you know, uh, you know, smashed up, not graffiti, nothing like that. We, we don't care about fucking property damage at this point. We don't care. And I'm on the side of people who say, you know, you didn't listen to us when uh, Tennessee, get your claws out of the screen, you psychopath. Um, <laughs> hey, Tenny. hey, yeah, OK, don't do that shit. Um, so, um, but, uh, you know, so, you know, we, we don't, we don't care about this. You know, again, I, I, I like when protesters say, you know, we, you know, we were kneeling during the national anthem and you didn't listen, you know, now are you going to pay attention? Now are you going to take it seriously? You know, and, and, but I, but I agree that most of the protesters out there, they are peaceful protesters. We can't conflate the two with people who are doing property damage and stuff like that. Because I see families and their children walking out there with masks. You know, people of color, white people, um, you know, gay, straight, otherwise, uh, you know, uh, walking out there with their children, holding their hands, wearing masks, wearing shirts that have positive messages, holding signs with positive messages. You know, they're not carrying cans of spray paint or accelerants or anything like that. They're not throwing Molotov cocktails or frozen bottles of water or popsicles or whatever. Well, they might have popsicles on a hot day for the kids. But um, but I, I'm seeing families. I'm seeing beautiful families who are doing nothing wrong in broad daylight. And and they're, they're being demonized by this administration and his followers. You know, fuck the property damage, whatever. It sucks, you know? Don't assault people if they, if they try and defend their business or something like that. You know, obviously, don't don't assault anybody, you know, for any reason. Um, you know, unless it's, of course, it's, you know, defense, self-defense. You know, you have these unmarked thugs who don't have their name, address, serial number, and credit card number on their uh, on their jackets like Trump said they would. 
Well, um, that's when you have to ask who's doing the assaulting because it's not the Black Lives protesters. It's not. It's absolutely not. There are, and again, there are agent provocateurs out there who are anarchists and opportunists, but not in the large. I mean, one bad seed will get all the attention when uh, there's yeah. when there's thousands of people marching and saying we want justice, we want the right thing. So. So, but anyway, I, it wasn't my intent to dwell on that. But, um, but this movement—it's it, you know—you can't define. What was it? We, we heard somebody said that you can't define. It was John. Was it John Lewis who said it? Um, but you can't define a, a movement or a protest by what happens during the protest. It's what the message of the protest is, right? So, and I know mm-hmm. I said that inartfully, but we we just heard somebody say that recently. Um, but Andrea Mitchell, a uh, quick little story about how Michelle Obama is processing everything that's going on. And again, it's not about property damage or anything like that. It's about the true, clear and present danger to our nation. And it's Trump. Former First Lady Michelle Obama opening up about a very personal struggle. I know that I am dealing with uh, some form of low grade depression not just because of the quarantine, but because of the racial strife and just seeing this administration, watching the hypocrisy of it. In the second episode of her new podcast, Mrs. Obama revealing how deeply the racial reckoning since George Floyd's death has been weighing on her. Waking up to how this administration has or has not responded, waking up to yet another uh, story of a black man or a black person somehow being dehumanized or hurt or killed or falsely accused of something. It is exhausting. It brings back the racism she and her husband experienced when he became the nation's first black president. The vast discomfort with the notion that a black man could be sitting in the highest level of office. We saw that. We saw the signs. We saw the the nooses. As she recounted when she gave a commencement address at Tuskegee. We both felt the sting of those daily slights throughout our entire lives. The folks who crossed the street in fear of their safety. The people at formal events who assumed we were the help. And those who have questioned our intelligence, our honesty, even our love of this country. And you know what conservatives said when she gave a speech like that? She's hurting race, race relations in this country. She, you know... They basically white splained how any person of color, especially you know the 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 first lady, the wife of the the man who has the most you know the highest position of power in the land, she addresses her real personal struggles, and they called her a race baiter or a racist or or whatever. People said Isn't about that Barack the Obama white it, supremacy. It is. The, and and yeah. they you know they also said um, Barack Obama failed to heal racial relations in this country as if it's the responsibility of African Americans to solve white racism. Go ahead, Bob. Um, it's um, damn, I kind of lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's no, it's all right. Um, yeah, the the reason that that the that these white people who complain about about racism is that they don't want to believe it is still exists. They, you know, if, if a black man can be president, then there can't be racism. Yeah, in their mind. <laughs> you know? Sure. Yeah, we let 
we let the black man be a president. Yeah, if strawberry ice cream is popular, that means what vanilla ice cream doesn't exist, right? Sure. I mean, it's it's the most ridiculous argument. No, oh, racism is done. It's over. Really, really. Um, but you know, but more importantly, what she said there is the the low grade depression. Because I'm right there with her. I'm right there with her. You know, I I, I have. Days yeah. where I'm, I'm, I'll admit it, I'm insufferable to be around with what's going on. I, I snap at Susan. I'm an asshole to Susan. I try to mention, you know, immediately rectify it. You know, uh, I'll be snappy and, and snippy and, and whatever. You know, it, it goes both ways. But I think for me, who marinates in this shit, um, you know, it, it kind of gets me. Um, that's why, you know, uh, I'm enjoying doing the, the Sunday show is like a recharge, you know, the geeky gals and guys and everything, because we don't have to focus on this stuff. But it's important to focus on this stuff. And we've been doing it for over a decade here. So, you know, to 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 just say, I've had it, throw my hands up in the air. I can't handle this anymore like people have done in the past and given up their shows or given up their positions on this show. Um, it, it, It's a disservice. And that's why I'm really glad that Michelle Obama's, you know, kind of joined the fray in this and open up and, and, and is being honest about her own emotional well-being. Because if it can happen to her, who, you know, is a great American success story, but she's, again, the scars and the bruises and the uh, 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 and abrasions of, of racism for her, you know, it's it's a it's it's a damage to her psyche and by extension we as white folks you know of good conscience we can't fully comprehend but we can empathize you know and it's michelle obama is not just a black i mean when i say this let let me reset she's a black woman but she's also a woman yes um and i just want to put it out there and i've said this on the show before um what she said in this podcast, and I highly recommend everybody listen to this one. I listened to the first two so far. Mm-hmm. This one was incredible because she was talking with Michelle Norris from NPR. Um, but back in the end of March, I I went into therapy because of because I, I was having a hard time handling things. Mm-hmm. And I still am having a hard time handling things. And listening to the entire episode, I felt like, oh, I'm not alone. I'm saying this is a white girl. Mm-hmm. Um, what's happening in this country? And, and Michelle Obama speaks about it. Waking up every morning and... Uh, seeing what the newest travesty that this president has done. And again, as a white person, but Michelle Michelle Obama talks about, oh, is there another, you know, black boy that was killed? Um, if you're, if you, I, I, I'm not special. And that's also something that she said, which I found beautiful. Because I'm not special. I don't think that I'm the only one who has struggled under life 
with this Trump administration. And I know that I have the luxury and, and you know, I have the luxury of being a white woman. Of passing. Of not Everybody. of not getting that of not yeah uh, white people uh, we we get privilege privilege get, yeah. that's the word I'm looking for. yeah yeah we get a pass you no know, I've our got privilege. that privilege the fact that Michelle Obama said what she said was so important to me and I suspect a lot of people who who have been in my position is is to say it's okay if you're depressed. It, it doesn't make you a bad person when it, because mm-hmm. the thing, okay, all right, what I'm getting to, sorry, is that we've had a problem in this country about mental health. And we've had a lot of people who are afraid to say, I'm depressed because it's either black or white. Oh, I'm depressed because I didn't get the ice cream I wanted. Or I'm depressed, be- which means, you know, you need to go all the way over here and get on medication. When Michelle Obama said, I'm a little depressed, but I'm okay, she, to me, to me, she made it okay to say, I'm not doing good. And she made it okay to say, if you're not doing good, don't be afraid to reach out to your friends. It's not like an any or all endgame. Does that make sense, guys? Absolutely. But uh, we're we're getting uh, we're getting up against the Green News Report. I want to get Joe in here to to discuss this. Um, Joe, I'm sorry, Bob, I talked over you. No, Joe, Bob, I got to talk a little bit. We'll we'll talk more. We got another hour of uh, full on talk from everybody. So, uh, but Joe, uh, jump in. Yeah, um, yeah, I see this depression every day too. So, I mean, I concur with everything. Uh, you know, Michelle Obama's feeling. Uh, rain uh because i see it with with barb i see it with myself i've been depressed since election day and I, i'm not saying that to be funny no uh i'm I, almost I can, obsessed i'm, I'm almost obsessed i have to say i'm almost obsessed with seeing this man out of office uh, and have been since election night yeah so i it, and, and then this pandemic and being locked up like we are because he botched it twice and mm-hmm. is botching it again because he's going to kill children now in the same way he he he, he botched it in the summer with uh, the general population now he now he's ready to sacrifice the children of this country and it is depressing and yeah and michelle says uh she's depressed but not okay she says she can't see a doctor at this time and she just uh, says uh, you all and Miles, her hubby, uh, are here to keep her sane. And you know what? I, I, I'm i glad we can be here for you, Michelle. I'm glad I can be here for all three of you. I'm glad I can be here for Susan. But, you know, unfortunately, Susan actually has to live with me, you know. Um, you know, and I, I don't, I mean, I'm trying to get better. And, you know, Cuomo, uh, you know, I'm going to go back to what Chris Cuomo said last night. Um, He actually quoted a movie I never saw. And it was, uh, uh, well, I'll talk about that in a second. But but he said, you know, he he was talking about turning 50. I'm going to turn 50 here uh, next year. 
And, you know, when you get to this age uh, or, or as you get older, you look back and you're like, I did something wrong. I lament it. I feel guilt. I wish I would have done something different. And then he said, but what's, what's important is to look at the present. And he said, from Kung Fu Panda, there's a reason why it's called the present, because it's a gift. Because you can, it's, it's what you do now that makes a difference. You can't change the past. It's what you do now. And I'm trying my damnedest through everything that's going on to be the best person I can. And, and I, I feel miserable when I fail, you know, and, uh, and, and it is, you know, I, I've always been a moody guy. Uh, everybody's probably learned that through the show. <laughs> I've had some really bad fucking shows, you know? And, and, and I've, uh, you know, uh, uh, I've always tried to carry on, but there are times where it's like, I, I thought I shouldn't be on the show. I shouldn't be on the show. I should end it now. I should end it now. I should stop. And it keeps going and it gets terrible. You guys have seen my ugly side and, and I'm not proud of that, but all I can hope in is, is to, you know, be better. And again, it sounds goofy. I've never seen Kung Fu Panda, but the present it's called the present because it's a gift. I, I concur with that. Um, you know, that's, uh, it, it, and I think that's a good little motto to, to live by. So anyway, we should go to Before the green Before we news. go to break, I'm going to mm. make this really quick. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Everybody out there and you guys, don't be afraid to ask for help from a professional. There's nothing wrong with it. I, di I did it. That's what and I'm trying to say. It, yeah. I did it. And if you can't, reach out to a friend that you don't talk to that often. You know, I've I've, I've really, you know, had uh, some really pleasurable conversations with, you know, our good friend Trojan Rabbit and, and living in Long Island, you know. I mean, uh, some private conversations uh, that are ours. Those are our conversations, you know. And it means the world to me to have those. Um, you know, and if anybody, if anybody, if you need anything... Find me on Facebook or, you know, or email me, kennypick at protonmail.com. I'll give you my phone number, and if you just want to talk, we'll just talk. I don't care. We'll talk about whatever, you know. I'm furloughed. You know, if you think it would be good to talk to somebody that you haven't, that you, you don't really talk to on a regular basis, I'll be that guy for, you know, <clears throat> you know, for an hour on the Ken, phone, whatever Ken, you want. Here's, here's something I really want to say, and I mean this sincerely, and I love you. And I love everybody. But if you're, if you, and I'm speaking about the general you, if you're in a place that's not good, you actually might not be the right person to be there for somebody else. Well, I'm a hell of there's a listener. A hard, there's a goddamn hard truth. I'm well, telling and you. I understand that. But I'm, I'm a very good listener. And um, I'm very good at commiserating with people on their pain. And not trying to compare pain. But to say, I can't even imagine things like that, you know, to try and not be that that guy, you know, to to sit to try and trump somebody else's misery with my own. You know, I'd never do that. So. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, you know, that's the thing. A lot of people can't afford therapy. If you can't afford therapy, you know, you can't, you know, talk to somebody, um, whatever. I just want to say I just want to say I'm here because it, it, it helps me to talk to other people 
to put my life into perspective. Because I'll listen and I won't say anything harmful and I won't say anything cruel. Uh, if I ever do, I expect to be put in my place. So, anyway, um, I think when we come back, we should do name calling Joe and uh, mispronounce some things for everybody. Uh, since that's, you know, just throw the English language out the window and uh, give people some, some piss poor uh, pronunciations of things. What do you say? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, it's 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 rain's night to call uh, it. But Joe, I was Thailand. You take it out. <laughs> well, no, I'm but just saying. I'm I, saying usually I'm I get game. the ball rolling in Joe's head for what we're going to hand out when you, oh, anybody. Oh, I'm, I'm game control. for this one. Yeah, yeah. I am. Thailand. Thailand. Uh, Yosemite. Yosemite. Thailand. Yosemite. Literally, it's on I-75 on your way into Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So anyway, yeah. let's let's go ahead and uh, get to the Green News Report. When we come back, we will uh, mispronounce our faces off uh, at whatever. Maybe their usernames, maybe a location, or you know something that drives us in- insane when people say it wrong. Whatever. But uh, Green News Report coming up right now. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com It's Thursday, August 6, 2020. In a land so often cursed by violence, a catastrophe. Chemical fertilizer believed behind catastrophic Beirut explosion. We're right at the cusp of a tidal wave of shutdowns. Pandemic electricity shutoff moratoriums expiring as summer heat builds. Extreme heat could soon cause as many deaths as all infectious diseases combined. Plus, Northeast Climate Pact has a major side benefit, healthier kids. And who doesn't love healthier kids? Our president notwithstanding. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. When they gaze upon Yosemites, Yosemites, towering sequoias. Oh, yes. Who doesn't love gazing upon the towering sequoias at my favorite national park, Yosemite? Please make it end. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the President of the United States, doesn't even know the name of the Yosemite National Park. (laughs) Yes. Apparently. The great outdoorsman, President Trump, mispronounced one of America's most famous national parks on Tuesday when he signed into law a bipartisan bill that guarantees maximum annual funding for the Land and Water Conservation Fund, a federal program to acquire and preserve land for public use. Senate Majority Republicans could have passed this law years ago and are only doing it now to help the struggling re-election campaigns of Western Republican Senators Corey Gardner of Colorado and Steve Daines of Montana. But it's generally a good thing that he actually uh, signed this bill? Oh, definitely. We need to preserve public lands and water resources. Well, then don't complain that he finally signed it. 
Tragic news in the city of Beirut, Lebanon, which is reeling from a catastrophic explosion that obliterated its port on Tuesday, killing at least 135 people and injuring 5,000. Officials believe it was accidental. Nearly 3,000 tons of the extremely volatile chemical ammonium nitrate, a common fertilizer ingredient, had been stored at the port for years in a hot warehouse without proper hazardous material protections. The same chemical caused the tragic fertilizer explosion in West Texas in 2014 and another in 1947 that destroyed the port of Texas City, Texas. In Lebanon, this preventable tragedy threatens to become a humanitarian crisis now because the port was the nation's center for food storage and distribution during the global pandemic. You mean it wasn't an attack, as Donald Trump said that it was? No. Mm. The Middle East just emerged from an intense heat wave, with temperatures soaring to 125 degrees Fahrenheit in several regions. This week, a new study projects that rising temperatures caused by man-made climate change will cause more deaths from heat extremes than all infectious diseases combined in coming decades, unless governments act swiftly to cut emissions. And according to the study from Climate Impact Lab, poorer, hotter nations of the world will struggle the most to adapt to unbearable heat conditions that will kill increasing numbers of people by the end of the century. Well, we'll get to that later, I guess. The consequences of economic inequality are beginning to unfold already in the United States as millions of Americans could soon lose electricity as temporary bans on power shutoffs implemented because of the coronavirus begin expiring in states across the country, Mm. right as summer temperatures are building and health officials are urging people to stay home to slow the spread of COVID-19 infections. But there is some good news. Thank you. I'll have some. Deutsche Bank has joined other major... Major global banks in announcing it will no longer finance any new oil and gas projects in the Arctic. That is good. General Motors says it is teaming up with EVGO to expand its public electric vehicle charging network. Also good. It will be adding nearly 3,000 electric vehicle fast chargers across the United States. Oil- also good. Oil major Royal Dutch Shell announced it is partnering with a Dutch utility company to build a super hybrid offshore wind farm that will pair wind energy with batteries and a floating solar generating facility that will also generate clean hydrogen and all without subsidies. So some of these oil companies actually are finally moving away from fossil fuel? Yes. Very good. It's part of Shell's goal to become a net zero emissions energy business no later than 2050. Take your time. And finally, the Regional Greenhouse Gas Initiative, a coalition of northeastern states that implemented a market-based cap-and-trade system to cut greenhouse gas emissions, has actually resulted in a nice side benefit, healthier kids. Researchers at Columbia University found that reducing emissions also avoided the impacts of toxic air pollution on children's health, such as asthma, preterm births, and low birth weights. And they estimated that the initiative also reduced health care costs for those states, delivering an economic savings of between 200 to $350 million. Very good news. Too bad about that whole sending them back to school during a pandemic thing. Well, there's that. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here. Really? Yes, it's just that simple. Listen to the Bradcast every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio for Humans. Please visit radioforhumans.com and bradblog.com. Let it all hang out. Oh, wow. That, to me, is extremely exciting. Hi, everybody. This is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Oh, the humanity. Radioforhumans.com. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 horn. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Infantry Ben, your Semites, your Semites. Oh, yeah, sorry. Thailand. Oh, I forgot to get the uh, oranges. Uh, <laughs> we gotta get the because uh, we gotta get to the uh, the oranges. The uh, I hope they now go and take a look at the oranges. Or the oranges of the uh, uh, investigation. The Mueller report. I wish covered the oranges. How it started. The Island. beginnings of the investigation. Yosemites. How it started. Infantry Ben. Yeah, there we go. There's some inspiration for us in name calling tonight, everybody. All right, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the uh, weekend edition. And oh, uh, a couple things. Susan also reminded me for some for folks out there who can't, uh, you know, if you don't uh, have access to a medical professional, especially, uh, you know, uh, somebody, you know, a therapist or something like that. Call two one one in your area. That's a you know United yes. Way uh, where she used to work. Um, you know, do that. You know, and of course, there's the suicide prevention line. I don't think any of our listeners are, you know, feeling that way. But I don't. I can't say because I'm not. I'm not. You know, I can empathize, but I can't fully understand how everybody's feeling. And again, you know, some people, you know, I, I appreciate what you said, Rain, but some people aren't comfortable talking to strangers. So maybe sometimes it's good to talk to somebody, you know, um, and and Zelda just pointed out, she she says, I reached out to a friend I didn't talk to that often. And it was Kenny and Suze. And we've had some good times lately. We have. We've been talking a lot. Um, although sometimes I get a little drunk and silly and inappropriate. Um, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but um, not not like, you know grab them by the or anything like that but uh you know just a little too um, united uh united way yeah Mm -hmm. united way yeah it's a it's a they're a they're a um um a resource aggregator essentially what they do Uh, uh, you know so if you have problems paying your gas bill you need food you need you know uh mental health assistance something like that medical assistance whatever they'll they'll try and put you in the right direction so uh, but anyway, yeah, um, uh, and uh, welcome back, everybody. Of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Owner-operator Joe's Clown Car Garage, Garage co-host of the Tim Coromel Show. Hello. Hi, and uh, oh, I have an update of that picture that uh, Rain posted. But oh, the, okay. Uh, Might have some the, show the, art uh, for tonight. It, it, it's, I don't know, but it's, uh, mm-hmm. he's done with the, uh, he's done with his pressy and, uh, Oh, he's, he's uh, ste- yeah. stepped out. 
Yeah. Oh, just yeah. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, thank you, Joe, for that. And again, this is what oh. you miss out when you're not in uh, the chat room podcast <laughs> listeners. He still fits in those shorts. Uh, it's amazing. Still takes a size 32. Oh, I'll tell you what. I, I don't think I so. Cause... Just one leg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, of course, Bobber for Freedom's blog, uh, the Beltway Bureau. Uh, and, and, of course, Bobber has a belt that actually fits him. Uh, <laughs> uh, Beltway Bureau, the Bubble the Swamp, Der Braumeister, welcome back. Thank you. Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman? Yeah, the pool. Yeah. Aquaman. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, our, our fabulous six foot by ten foot by two foot pool. Ah, it, you know, I, I've, uh, I've, I'm thinking about getting one. We actually have a unicorn pool that Susan bought at five and below a while ago. We might set up, but uh, <laughs> I, I have a feeling uh, it's not going to hold a lot of water. I, I don't know. It's in a relatively small box. Um, it, it, it might I, take even the, the pretty small box, you'd be surprised. Yeah, it's inflatable. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and Rain uh, for Freedom's blog, Washington D.C. Welcome back to you. Uh, are you ready to do a little bit of name calling? I am ready. In my, I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over for, with Tango first. And mispronouncing things. Um, so Yosemite. Yosemite. In the house. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it then. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. Nope. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Almost screwed that one. Okay. Oh, uh, All right, you're starting uh, where in Discord or Chantango? Chantango. All right, and I'm going to save all of the hosts for last. Okay. So first up, we have Heather. Oh, um, oh hi. <laughs> well, that's oh, your that's the, the that dog was actually actually trying to say meow. So that's your. That's <laughs> <what> <laughs> you did. That was that was Sharky. <laughs> Sharky makes makes an, an appearance. Yeah. Oh man, someday Sharky is going to have to meet her. <laughs> he should. Meeting should. of the century. Oh yeah, yeah. So Heather, right. Heather's first up. Okay. Uh, uh, we'll say uh, uh, Heather. We're going to say uh, uh, you. Should take a trip to Albuquerque. Okay. Um, next up, we have got um, Ken Senior. Oh. oh. Okay. Well, Joe, uh, hi, Dad. Uh, I talked to him earlier today. Um, uh, Joe, what do you got for Dad? What uh, what's what's a word that you like to say improperly? <laughs> uh, you know, you, there's two types of murder. One's premedicated. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, who's next? Uh, Katie Kaser. Well, Bobber, what do you got for Katie Kaser? Katie Kaser. Um, uh, Katie, Katie Kaser can go to Arkansas. Oh. Arkansas. Oh. There you go. 
I like it. Next up, we have Meow Goodness. Do you have one for Meow Rain? Um, I think Meow Goodness deserves an all-expense-paid trip to Thailand. Oh, Thailand, of course. Everybody loves yeah. it's, Everybody it's loves clothing, Thailand. It's Thailand. I thought Thailand was actually um, what Trump says when he gets the entire KFC bucket of thighs to himself. Thailand. <laughs> so, greasy No, no, no Thailand is clothing optional. Mm, well, there you go. All right. Uh, next up, we got President. Well, uh, I got one for President. Um, you get to go to my favorite place in New York. And uh, sorry, I need to I need to get back to the jingle and play the music. Um, uh, Tady. What? <laughs> Tady, New York. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, Shenectady. Skinnedles. Yeah. Shamazel. All right, who's next? I know Skinnedles. Bob and I have been through Skinnedles. Okay. Um. Oh God, I love that you said Skinnedles. Ah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm serious. All right, so we president, president. Okay, me, Theo, Theo, Theo's next. Joe, Theo. where should Theo visit? He could visit uh, Syracuse. 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 Sure. Syracuse. Otherwise known as Syracuse. Yeah. Oh, you guys, you guys are hitting all of the sad <laughs> spots in my life right now. The, I, I only say because my friend who passed away, my friend's brother, they, they, he, he lived in, what did you call it? Skinny? He lived in Schenectady. Schenectady. <laughs> in titties. God, Terry would love that. Anyway, um, next up we got uh, Zelda. And McGregor. by the way, into cities like right here oh, in Detroit. Um, yeah. oh, uh, so you got one tit in Detroit, and you got one in Bobber. God damn it! Um, Zelda. Uh, uh, oh, I forgot to play the drop. Zelda McGregor. There you go. There we go. Uh, how about the little trip over to Gloucester? Oh, Gloucester, oh. of course. <laughs> All right. Who's up next? All right. So and, then, we're... And, and have a stick with some Worcestershire sauce on it. <laughs> some Worcestershire sauce? It's <laughs> good. All right. We're moving over to uh... Discord. Thank you. Oh, that, that other site. Um, Caitlin Chris. Caitlin Chris. Uh, well, Rain, do you have something for Caitlin Chris? Oh, I've got something for Caitlin. Yeah, yeah. Called Kuksaki. Kuksaki? <laughs> New York. And okay. I actually did not. Kuk-saki. I did not mispronounce it. Kuksaki. Kuksaki. Oh, hey, Tennessee. I, I think you got the vowels on. mixed. It should be Kuksaki. Well, uh, well, now. Have you ever been there? Well. <laughs> What is your favorite color? Nah, I didn't Ooh. mean to play that. What I'm a fun, sexy time for you. There you go. Sorry. Uh, next up, we have the birthday boy. Clinster. 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 You know what? I, I baked him a cake for his birthday. And it's it's uh, it's in, it's a non-traditional cake. It's made out of quinoa. 
Really funny. Well, hat tip Seth Myers a little bit, but I do like saying quinoa quite a bit instead of quinoa, everybody. So, <clears throat> all right. Um, who we got next? Next up in the chat, we have a fellow called Craig, whose his name is Blue, so I'm not sure who he is. Well, that's because he wants to remain anonymous. 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 Next up, we've got. Um, Jaded Faye. All right, Bobber, you got something Jaded. for Jaded Faye? Jaded Faye. Um, how about, um, let's see, what is it? Um, oh, damn, I hate when they draw a blank like this. This kills me. I, I need to take that medication from memory i can uh, i i, I, I can throw one out if you, if you i got another new york city or new york state uh yeah new york city rather that i can throw out if you'd like sure sure <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh maybe it's time, time to, to change, change states should we change, to change. change states? um so uh I, I i'd say uh you should visit in new york Yip Slanta. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wait, what did. Wait, Yip Slanta. Yip Slanty. Yip Slanty. Yip Slanta. No, I don't know. All right, I'm not. We'll, we'll, we can revisit it. Yip um, in we've New got York. Cat. Cat. Cat can just take a little. Take a trip east to. Um, Fucking Pennsylvania. I mean, I mean. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, boom! That's so oh. good. You know, it's that's right next to Blue Ball. <laughs> actually, I it really ashamed, is. It I'm really ashamed is. to say that I actually knew that. <laughs> that's that's quality right there. That's a uh, Pennsylvania it, fact. What? It's just a quick shot away. Yeah, oh blue. my god! What a fun, yeah. sexy time for you. Ooh. Next up, we have. Um, Living on Long Island. Oh, Living. I, I think I was buried in Grant's tomb. <laughs> Living. Keen. Oh, Ulysses. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's I crap. was gonna say he should go to Penis Sylvania. Don't say Penis. Oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. That's, no. That's perfect. See. No. Right. Uh, Near Blue Ball. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Intercourse. Next up, we've got Nightbird. Rain, you got one for Nightbird? Um, no. Okay, Bobber. I'm gonna leave it up to the boys right now. I've... How about how about a trip to the beach at No Fuck Virginia? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, see, <laughs> oh. that's no fun though. It's a long way from uh, Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Wow, You're telling but me. still, what a fun, oh sexy time for you. It's nowhere near Nambia. Nambia. <laughs> we've, got, we've got Olo, also known as Scoop. Oh, I got one for for Scoopster. Uh, uh, actually, I, I'm going to bring in a special guest here, um, uh, Kevin McCarthy. Uh oh. Yeah, oh. Kevin McCarthy. He has a place where you could you could go visit. Uh, Hungria. Hungria. <laughs> oh come on, man. Oh, 
go to Hungria. Hungria. Yeah. Hungria. It's like Canada. I, I love how. Oh man. I, I love how confident. Gonna give you that. Wow. I love how confident he sounds by oh, saying Hungria. Hungria. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> Kevin McCarthy, what, he's okay. a congressman? Is he a congressman from California or senator? I can't remember. Congressman. <laughs> I think he's a congressman. I'm so oh, sorry. Kevin McCarthy? He's oh, yeah, he's a, congress a congressman. Yeah, he's okay. a congressman. Okay. From California. Right. Yeah, yeah. From, um, anyway, so go ahead. The left coast. We, we took care of president already, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we got Theo next. Well, Theo was taken care of in the other chat, too, as well, right? Okay, yeah. skip and try a sec for now. I, we got Von Hammer. Uh, Von Hammer. He, Von Hammer brings diversity to our group. Mm. Okay. Supposedly. Uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> I've got a. I've got a couple for you guys. I've got many for you guys. So next up, we got Michelle. Oh, from Port St. Lousy, Florida. Oh. <laughs> so that's what that's no, what she. Port that's what, Lucky. That's well, Port that's Lucky. Well, that's um, what they that's what they call it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take you, Kenny. Okay. You get Cummings, Georgia. Mm. That's actually how it's pronounced. Yeah, yeah. That was. Did I, is that a bad thing? <laughs> There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. That says, "Fool me once." Shame on, shame on you. It fooled me. We can't get fooled again. I don't know why I played that. I just <laughs> felt like it. <laughs> Next up, we got, we, got so Miles. Up. we got Miles. Miles? Mm. Okay, Miles, I have one for you. Uh, Miles, um, do you know why uh, Trump put his golf course in Turnberry? Because it's... Shattish. <laughs> Dear God. Dear God. Didn't Trump also call Scotland Florida at one point too? I think he did. He probably yeah. did. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I have that clip. Uh, bear with me one second. In Florida, I mean in uh, Scotland. <laughs> he just made he just made fun of Joe Biden for mixing up Idaho and Iowa. And that motherfucker said in Florida. I mean, in uh, Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an easy mistake to make. If Somehow. It's not statish, if it's, it's not statish, it's crap. Kid <laughs> pants. No. He should never. He should have been. All of his property should have been raised after he compared Scotland to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I, in I, Florida, I mean in uh, I Scotland. Kilt wearing, kilt wearing bagpipe playing Highlanders. Just come down, just stomp the whole thing down. Yeah. Stomp, <laughs> head, stomp, no. All right, who's next? Adam. Mm. Adam, how about a a, a long overnight trip to the Czech Republic? Oh, I love the Czech Republic. Formerly oh, known as Czeka Slovakia, you go. Czeka Levicious. Yeah. Czeka Levicious. Next up, we got Bobber. Oh, Bobber, Bobber. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take this one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go. 
I'm going to call um, Slow Slow Squeeze Virginia. <laughs> he probably doesn't slow mind a slow squeeze from time to time. Or loose, loose squeeze. Anyway, okay, see, I'm not good at these games. Next up. It's, it's not a game. This <laughs> is real life, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or it's just fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> just right, a computer-generated fantasy. Next anyway. up, we have Joe Marnus. Well, Joe, I think yeah. I have the perfect place for you. Where? Um, uh, and that would be the planet Kolob. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, planet Kolob? The Kolob. The planet Kolob. Uh, uh, yeah, the planet Kolob. That's where um, God lives, according to Mitt Romney's faith. He's hurt. All right. I have another I have another town, <laughs> Joe. He's hurt. It's it's sure. actually out on, on the outskirts of the main town. It's mm -hmm. called Heavy Petting, Virginia. I mean, Heavy Petting, Pennsylvania. It's right outside. Of intercourse. You, I did. I love you, Joe. Yes. And you know what's on the other side of intercourse? Oh, blue pregnancy. balls. Blue balls. What a fun, sexy time for you. <laughs> what? Yep. Is your favorite color? Blue. Blue. <laughs> no, yellow. <laughs> All right. I, I'm, it's me. All right, Rain. Uh, how about a fun filled trip to Ukraineia? <laughs> oh, don't you mean don't you mean the Ukraine? <laughs> the Ukraine. The Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Use that in a use that in a sentence, Bobber. Use that in a sentence. Um like I, when I go to the I, movies and there's a guy with a hat on, Ukraine your neck to watch. If if if, if Ken goes back into the archives, <laughs> yeah. I I said it on this show. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I find Ukraine in all our uh, what so six hours uh, a week times fifty two. It was years ago, but don't you have some that that software that that looks for for voice patterns? I, I don't. So anyway, I, I come don't on. either. I, just, no. I, I don't know if it exists. He he got me. He got me, Ken. I did say it early on when I. Was either guest hosting? I think I was guest hosting. I don't know. You still say well, mem instead of meme. Yeah, well, that's different. Mm -mm. He said Canadia too. Ukraine oh. and <laughs> Canadia. But anyway, it's meme. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get and there. And it's also GIF, everybody. It's not GIF. Oh, God. Damn it. The present is a gif. <laughs> it's a gif. So, anyway, go ahead. Last, but never least. Oh, I got Trojan one. Rabbit. Um, I think oh. I think Trojan Rabbit should go to a place called Camelot. <laughs> Which is right near Intercourse, Pennsylvania. It is, yeah. He should take a trip to Camelot and, and pay his respects to uh, the grave of Brave Sir Robin. Bravely bold Sir Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, Brave Sir Robin. He was, he was not, not afraid, afraid to kill the nasty ways. ways. 
pray, 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 that's enough music for now, lads. <laughs> there we go. And Clinster, happy birthday to you. Any other birthdays that we know about? I think uh, we could probably throw another one out there for Trisex brother and somebody else had some family members. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Trisex brother and. Yeah. And Clinton, Joe, Joe, yours was July 30th, July 30th. So anyway, Clinton and everybody else. Happy birthday. This (laughs) is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday! Oh, and hello, Bard. Uh, we have a rule here. Don't say penis in this house! Yeah, sorry, the brave Sir Robin Bard. Um, you know. Anyway, uh, we're going to go, uh, yeah, tomorrow, uh, Javier on the 9th. Uh, okay, well, remind <laughs> us on Tuesday. Um, I think that's Javier. Or Javier, since we're mispronouncing things. Um, Javier. <laughs> Javier. Uh, but anyway, all right, that was fun. Uh, we're over time right now. When we come back, we're going to find out about the final fate of Jerry Falwell Jr., everyone. Oh, my God. It is glorious. Uh, it's, it's that, what is that? There's a mm, little, mm, a little taste in the air. I can't remember what it's called. It's German. That's uh, yeah, that's it. Taking pleasure in your pain. All right, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com Thailand. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going. Keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on RadioForHumans.com worldwide. Hello, fellow humans. And, of course, joining me, as always, Bobber for Freedom's blog. Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Swamp, Der Braumeister, making sanity juice every day. <laughs> well, I've still got plenty of sanity juice here to, to drink on, so I'm, I'm, I'm all good. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I just went outside and I smelled somebody uh, with a fire pit, and I'm like, you know what? 
that might be my future tonight, but I might have to reapply some bug spray too. So, uh, yeah, so might have to strip down and have Susan uh, 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 douse me. Uh, and of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog of Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau of the Bubble of Swamp. Uh, the, uh, our, our, uh, the mistress of the inflatable pool, Aqua, Aqua Gal. <laughs> so. You know what? Mm-hmm. I think we've got it figured out. We got a, we got a pump. We got a pool cleaner. We bought, we bought chlorine tablets You got a today. cover? Yeah. We bought a, a, a we filter. bought a, va- a filter. We got a filter and we bought a, you know, a, a vacuum. Well, I saw you, you had a cover for it too, right? Yes. Yeah. No, but and, we went we went full yeah. pool. <laughs> yeah. And we did and we did it cheap too. And the the, the vacuum is, is battery powered. So you just plug it in to recharge it and uh, Well, my only question is how many minutes does it take you to do laps from one end to the other? Um <laughs> it takes thirty seconds. <laughs> that long? <laughs> no, I don't think no, it's not even that long. I was gonna say well, I pretty much just have I just had to fall over and I'm on the other side yeah. of the pool. <laughs> Actually, hey, hey, Bob, what did you... Bob had to go to Lowe's today for some stuff. Mm-hmm. What did you bring home for the pool? Pool noodles. We got noodles. Oh, you got noodles for the pool. There you go. So, but yeah, here's here's Bob. Uh, here's Bob uh, uh, doing a full lap. There it was. Um <laughs> Uh, have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen that video with the, it was this SNL skit with the, um, it was Mark Jim Short. Carrey. Jim Carrey is as oh, no. a lifeguard for the jacuzzi. Oh no, I never saw that. Uh, that's hilarious. I, I mean, as soon as you said pool and SNL, life. I was thinking about men's synchronized swimming. So maybe. Maybe you you and I can do the men's synchronized swimming uh, thing next year <laughs> in the pool, you know. Next year, you know, next I'll, year. I'd like to be Martin Short and say, I'm not a very strong swimmer. <laughs> 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 of course. I, and Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, um, that was with Harry Shearer as well. Uh, Harry Shearer and Martin yep. Short did that. And was that, was that a recycled sketch from... Um, uh, uh, SCTV, or oh, you would think you would think, wouldn't you? Was was uh, um, what's his name, Harry Shearer? Was he a uh, uh, an SCTV alum? I he's not, Cana- he's no, not Canadian. Harry Shearer, he? he does. Well, I mean, he, he does voices on The Simpsons. Um, he's Spinal all Tap. Movies. Yeah, all the all the yeah. He see, it seems like he might have been an SCTV. TV oh, sure. I don't know. I'll have to look. I just, I just got That's a bug good spray in my mouth. So, <laughs> oh. uh, no, Ken, don't put bug spray in your mouth. It's not going to disinfect you. No, inject it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Wildcats. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll. I'll uh, I, I'm. I. You know who? I better call Infantry Ben. I better call the Infantry yeah. from from or, you Yosemites. Yeah. Oh, just geez. just put it in your jump jumbo juice. I don't know. That might hurt the Bible or hurt God. Hurt the Bible, hurt God. You know, especially if you're in Thailand. Or on a drug yacht. Oh well. Yeah. So oh, anyway, wheels. we uh, I I, I 
I lost my mind uh, about Jerry Falwell Jr. on the show the other day. Uh, and, of course, got the obligatory, tell us how you really feel, Ken. Um, uh, I hate Jerry Falwell Jr. I hate, um, uh, 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 oh, oh, God, Franklin Graham. I, I shared a picture. that CNN has been running an ad for Franklin Graham. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling lost in your heart and you don't know what to do with your life? Well, oh, I got a friend. I got a friend you can you can talk to. His name's Jesus H. Christ. All you got to do. You know, I mean, seriously, you fucking fraud. The guy who accused Obama of, well, he was born a Muslim. That seed was in his heart because his pappy was a Muslim, a Muslim. You know, seriously, a charlatan bigot. Franklin Graham. Yeah, Franklin Graham. I hate him. Every time that fucking commercial comes on TV, I hold my middle finger up at the TV the entire time. <laughs> the entire time. And I got a picture of it on my Facebook page to prove it. Good for you. So Good for you. Not like he can see it, but morally it feels like the right thing to do. Well, fellow <laughs> white trash charlatan uh, uh, fucking trust fund evangelical uh, 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 uh jerry falwell jr we all heard about his little uh yacht trip we we saw the pictures of him with his pants undone and seriously you know i don't want to talk about somebody's real estate but there was no room you know left with his pants undone like that there was no there was no three-dimensionality going on down there it's just like again just kind of smooth like a like a like a doll like an action figure so so no relation um so (laughs) but yeah so but it's here ken doll you're right oh my god yeah, no, that's okay. Like I said, no relation. Um, but seriously, that picture I've shared—I shared the picture. Uh, you know, if anybody else wants to post it again, he can. But seriously, he's got his his, his uh, ugly little gut hanging out. Got his pants undone on his yacht party, honoring the super super Christian values show, the evangelical values show, Trailer Park Boys from Canada, right? You know, where they sell weed, grow weed, uh, you know, uh, steal things, um, you know, they, they go to jail at the end of every season. And, but, you know, that's the best thing to do. Do a Trailer Park Boys themed uh, yacht party. Yacht party. Oh, my God. I hate him so much. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that. But Jerry Falwell Jr., Went on to uh, WLNI. I don't know even what state. I'm assuming it's Virginia. He went on to a, a radio station to profess his deep, deep sorrow for posting on Instagram the, the I'm assuming, booze and coke-fueled video uh, for their Trailer Park Boys vacation yacht video that they made. Well... Did you know that there's a thing called black water? Oh, yeah. Oh, black water, keep on rolling. Keep on shining on me. Keep on shining on me. Yeah. My, I talked to dad about that, and he's like, why didn't he say it was a glass of Coke? Uh, not cocaine. Seriously. Coca-Cola. Oh, my God, that's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, oh, it, was, it wasn't a drink. It was black water. Oh. Pepsi, Coca-Cola, Dr. Pepper. 
RC Cola. But those, you know? those are, you know, those those sweet carbonated drinks, they're the drink of the devil. Oh, well, Satan drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so Jerry Falwell Jr. went on to uh, WLNI and the host, uh, he was talking to him and he's like, so what was that whole Instagram post about? I'm just going to throw it out there. And he's like, oh, let me tell you. Okay, so all right. It I'm going to tell you what I was. He sounds wasted in this interview. Sounds like this man has been on a bender for weeks. Listen to this. Tell me if this sounds like a sober man. Uh, and I'm just going to throw it to you. What was up with that picture on Instagram? You know, it was weird because she could she was she's pregnant, so she couldn't get her. She's, pre- she's oh. pregnant. She's pregnant. It was, it, yeah, it was, it was weird because she <laughs> she she was pregnant. Pregnant? Wow. She pregnant? Right. Well, or did you say president? president? I... Was he talking about president? No, no. <laughs> no. She was president. <laughs> so I know we'll leave president out of it, but it, I'm I'm saying, well, we're mispronouncing things tonight, you know, uh, but. But yeah, so I'm just going to start it over. It's amazing. So. Uh, and I'm just going to throw it to you. What was up with that picture on Instagram? You know, it was weird because she could. She was. She's pregnant, so she couldn't get her. She couldn't get her pants up. And so <laughs> I was, I was trying to like. After, after we took them off, I had on a pair of jeans I haven't <laughs> yeah. worn in a long time, so I couldn't get mine zipped either. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I just put my belly. I, Okay, uh, I want to say this right now. A guy on a yacht says, I brought a pair of jeans I haven't worn in a while. Yeah. A guy on a luxury yacht says, I took a pair of jeans I haven't worn in a while. You know what? <laughs> I have a- Bullshit. He was wearing the pool boy's jeans. Oh, it could have been. Could have been. Well, you know, and I guess it had been about 15 minutes since he wore them. But uh, anyway, just put my belly out like hers, and it was just um, she's my wife's assistant. And she's so you're banging her, a sweetheart. And I should never put no, she's it up a sweetheart. Embarrassed her because um, anyway, I, anyway, I've apologized anyway. to everybody. <laughs> I apologize. My kids. I'm gonna yeah. try to be. I'm gonna try to be a good boy from here. I'm on gonna try to be a good boy. All right, so and this is it with this TV show, this this Trader Park Boys thing. Yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Uh, and we, we were on vacation, and anyway, long story short, on vacation it was just uh, just just a good fun. <laughs> That's it. It was just a good fun. That was it. Yeah, it was Trailer Park Boys. Was the I, I, the name? I, I, that's the truth. <laughs> and that's the tooth. <laughs> and that's the tooth. <laughs> He sounded drunker than Mr. Leahy from the Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, 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 you know, Mr. I have a a clip from Mr. Leahy from uh, uh, the Trailer Park Boys that sounds more sober than that. Uh, Let me find it. It's the Shithawks one. Uh, Yeah, yeah, here here we go. This is, this is, uh, yeah, here. Shithawks. Big, dirty Shithawks. They're flying in low. Just swooping down, shitting on people, and dragging them off to the big shit nest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, they were on vacation. And I'm not kidding. Vacation yeah. from Jesus. Ah, perfect. We'll give you an amen for that. Very nice. Amen. And uh, a ah. shot. And 
It is what it is. Did he say it is what it is in there? I don't know. I, I think we owe it to ourselves to hear that one more time. Let's listen to a whole interview one more time. Uh, and I'm just going to throw it to you. What was up with that picture on Instagram? You know, it was weird because she could. She was. She's pregnant, so she couldn't get her. She couldn't get her pants up. And so I was like trying to like. My I had on a pair of jeans that I haven't worn in a long time, so I couldn't get mine zipped either. And so, and so I just put my belly. I just put my belly out like hers, and it was just. Um, She's my wife's assistant, and she's my wife. a sweetheart. <laughs> I should never put it up because it embarrassed her. Because um, anyway, I, I've apologized to everybody. I, I promise my kids, I'm gonna try to be. I'm gonna try to be a good boy from here I'm on out. Good boy. And this is it with this TV show, this this Trader Park Boys thing. Yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> it was just it was the costume party on the, uh, and we, we were no. on vacation and. Anyway, long story short, it was just uh, just just a good fun. That's it. But just it was good not fun. A costume party. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> that was not a costume party. Anyway, anyway. Uh, immortal words. Of Jesus, the late, God. The late Herman Cain. Come on. Oh no, they, that's Elijah coming. Oh, well, I just got all my black men confused. I don't have oh, facts no. to back this up. Oh, no, no. Oh. I admit it. You did. Unlike you, but you were Marco joking. Rubio. So, Come on, man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. No, it's not. It's not anyway. It's anyway. <laughs> he, he did not whoa, whoa. sound. He did not sound like man. That had nothing. Just, I, okay, he sounded drunk. It, it kind of sounds like he came back from a trip to Thailand. Yeah, um, and but uh, then he landed in the United States. Yeah, yeah. God bless the United States. That picture. I want to just say this again. That picture was taken in the main bedroom. Of that yacht. Mm, that's so wrong. Oh, okay, yeah. so it wasn't just like on the deck or, you know, just in a place where, you know, there's the party room. So this you're thinking thing, it was pre or post coitus at that moment. I don't know. Oh. I, I don't I don't think it was post because oh, listen to him. That guy oh, was oh, drinking oh. black water. He couldn't get anything up. Oh well, we have that clip we will play. Uh, <laughs> but it was, in, it, was in, it was in a bedroom. It wasn't I mean, in a party room. I'll translate. I said, anyway, we're, uh, we have another clip I want to play. Oh. Um, so, okay. uh, Or in, uh, in Falwell language, anyway, I'm in a clip of mine. I'm going to play the clip I show to you. Anyway. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus. Seriously. <laughs> So, but you know what? It, thank God he's not hurting the Bible or God. Though. Hurt the Bible, hurt God. No. <laughs> Fucking hey. All right, so uh, we're going to go a little bit long in this because we have a clip from... No, no, no. We're going to go to break. And we're going to hear from a uh, Republican congressman um, after this and talk about, again... Jerry Falwell's final fate. So, oh, uh, we got that one. 
Mon terme, 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 Shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed What you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder this is what you play when the police pull you over this is what you need when you just can't stand it every time you do right they take you for granted this is what you play when we in a recession this is what you play when politicians don't listen this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck you. this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Fuck you, I'm me, that's how I'ma do. If you don't like it, fuck you, do you? If you don't like it, say fuck you too. Or some of you might say, suck my food. This is about being real with yourself. Sometimes you gotta say, fuck everybody else. Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do. Sometimes you gotta stop them and say, fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the
Hi, this is Jody Hamilton of the From the Bunker podcast, and you can hear our show Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. Boys and girls, your attention, please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Paul's Memory Bank. This is Paul B., and I'd like to invite you to my show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. I'll present classic Golden Age Superman radio adventures and hand-picked old-time radio comedy episodes. Out of these clothes, it's Superman's turn now. Right now, I've got three times as many muscles as anybody else in the world. <laughs> and every one of them has a toothache. How do you manage to get into all this trouble? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just know the right people. <laughs> You'll be on the edge of your seat and laughing your head off all at once. Paul's Memory Bank. Only on Radio for Humans. Radioforhumans.com Hi, this is Kenny Pick. You're not listening to Radio for Robots. This is Radio for Humans. I don't see you crying, robot. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? Radioforhumans.com Robot. 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 Robot! Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Eerie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C., and thank you, Scranton. Welcome back to Turn Up Tonight on Radio for Humans and uh, get my volume set there. There we go. I think I got it. Um, wow. So yeah, Rain, you just shared a picture, uh, of the, the master bedroom on the yacht with, yeah. uh, from, uh, Miss Betty, Mrs. Betty Bowers at Betty Bowers on Twitter. Wow. That's so disturbing. It's so gross. That is so gross. But yeah. To me, that makes it grosser, but uh, well, yeah, I mean, and, 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 what and they did, all the more hypocritical. I want to preface this with, you know, if they yeah. were just a bunch of people on a yacht having a good time, whatever. No big deal. But he's the head of Liberty University where yeah. the girls need to wear their skirt below their knees. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. The, the, that and so much more. Um, And, and that's actually where, where we're going to go right here is because... Uh, like I mentioned, Brianna Keeler, uh, who I love, by the way, and, and today, when you remember when I was talking about uh, putting human faces on on the tragedy of, of COVID-19? She did a really powerful segment on her show today where she spotlighted several individuals who have passed away, a lot like what Wolf Blitzer does at the end of his show and and tells stories of people who we've lost to this pandemic. She did a whole load of people who have been di- who've who've died, who have been died, who have died because of COVID. And she really broke up and and I was right there with her when she was reading these stories about 
uh, one father who I think was 44 who died on his daughter's 10th birthday. Unbelievable. But during this whole pandemic, Jerry Falwell Jr., oh, he's out having his trailer park, boys, yacht party. Oh, good Trump cultist. So despicable and so disgusting and so hypocritical. A charlatan scumbag. In that interview we heard, you know, that, that little snippet of his, his, his bullshit apology, he, he didn't apologize to the university. He didn't apologize to, you know, everybody who's suffering and dying right now. I mean, this is lewd and lascivious for somebody who is the president of Liberty University. And it was way too much for one at least one conservative, as you'll hear. And this was from Brianna Keeler's show. Um, on CNN, Representative Mark Waller, Republican from North Carolina, uh, he said, you know what? That apology he did, uh, that drunken radio apology he did, not good enough. Well, that apology may not be enough. Falwell is the head of Liberty University, which maintains a strict code of ethics banning lewd lyrics, sexual content, and immodest dress, among other things. And this isn't the first time that Falwell Jr. has caused a scandal. He was uh -huh. urged to step down after making a blackface joke. One member of the university's advisory board, Congressman Mark Walker, tweeted that he was appalled by Falwell's behavior and is calling on him to resign. And Congressman Walker is joining me now. Um, sir, Thanks for coming on to talk about this. You you are calling for him to resign. Tell us why. Uh, Brianna, I just think that there is a code that leaders have to live by, especially when you are leading the largest Christian evangelical university in the country. Now, <laughs> Jerry Jr., Jerry Falwell that's Jr., cute. deserves a lot of credit for yeah. building Liberty University oh, to what it is today. Too. But there's been a pattern of behavior that's not becoming to what that school's code of conduct is. In fact, uh, I want to pause it right there because this guy, Mark Waller, is a total fucking asshole. And what Liberty University is today is a cesspool. It is an absolute hypocritical cesspool. Um, and uh, they, they, they threw their full weight behind the Antichrist Trump. Right? That they did. So, you know, the... Uh, Oh, you got to give him credit for what he did. You got to give him credit. No, you don't have to give him one fucking ounce of credit for for His doing what he did. His own father was a hypocrite. But continue oh, yeah. on. No, they're they're all terrible. They're all terrible, Bobber. These guys, it's like you know, what's good for me is not good for thee, or do as I say, not as I do. Whatever. Um, I I'd say that goes for anybody. The, the higher they put themselves up on a pedestal. In, in terms of being righteous, you know, the, the worse they are once the door closes. Yeah, I mean, well, what I, I think that goes without saying for just about any of them. Yeah, what yacht would. Who was it? We, was it we Jerry? Have, Go ahead, we, Bob. I'm sorry. We have, we have uh, some neighbors and friends that, you know, are self professed Christians and they are some of the nicest, best people around. Oh, again. But they're not up there, you know. Saying how great they are and 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 pointing fingers at other people and then casting yeah. judgment. They they're just, not evil jellicals. They just leave live their life, you know, the way they feel it should be lived, and they don't they don't they know what what we're like, and they don't ever try to, you know, condemn us or or change us or anything. So well, yeah, these evangelicals, they're not Christians. They're not. They're evil jellicals. Yeah. 
their fundies. I mean, actually, our neighbor came over to me and spoke because <clears throat> we have conversations because COVID. Yeah. You get to know your neighbors. And she actually said, I get Black Lives Matter. I've mm-hmm. understood this for a long time because of my church. And she was basically saying to me, I, I'm not one of those people. Yeah. Just to dive And that's it down, a shame. It was a much more- that's a shame that she would even have to try and say that. Well, well, that's the you thing. You know? That, that's the thing. And it is a shame. Um, and part of that shame might be because of me, because I'm kind of really just, she knows I, I don't have yeah. tolerance for people who are hypocrites. But it, wasn't it Jerry Falwell's father who started the moral majority? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. The immoral yeah, minority. You brought that up. But I mean, I, Joe. I, let's talk about social justice. Social justice is one of the most important tenets of Catholicism. Mm-hmm. It, it, or as I as I knew it. Yeah, as you knew it, as our friend Zelda knows it, and and many others, Joe Biden. Uh, but you know. I don't think I've ever seen, um, you know, any prominent Catholic saying, hey, we're having a costume party on our yacht and I'm drinking black water and unzipping my pants. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? This is something I did when I was 20. Uh, not on a yacht. <laughs> you know, not even a rowboat. But you know, and let's, and let's just put this, you know, uh, you know, Christianity feed the poor, help help the hungry, blah blah blah, and they're on a yacht. Yeah, yeah. That, looks, that looks great. That's just that's a really good look. Oh, they're teaching. They're just teaching men how to fish on that yacht, uh, Bobber. Uh, fish fish well, for what? Fish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, really, really. <laughs> Well, no, I, you know, you know, uh, uh, teach a man to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. Give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. You know, no, apparently, you know, teach a man how to uh, buy cocaine, he'll sniff for a lifetime. Give a man cocaine, he'll sniff for a day. Uh, but yeah, I mean, seriously. But anyway, let, let's get back to the clip here uh, with uh, uh, Brianna Keeler and Representative Mark Waller, who is a total raging. Uh, fundy asshole. He is not a good person. I'm just glad that he is going after uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. in this moment. On the property itself, his brother Jonathan Falwell pastors one of the largest churches in the country, a a church that his father Jerry Sr., Jerry Falwell Sr., founded many years ago. So this pattern of behavior has become troubling, and I believe, whether it's a leave of absence or stepping down, I believe his behavior, the pattern of it, is warranted this. Even if you listen to his comments on the radio show, he apologized for embarrassing the young lady. He did not apologize to the thousands of alumni, the students, the faculty, and many others who hold Liberty University in a high esteem. And uh, I mean, why do you think there is this pattern of behavior? What do you think is going on here? 
It's very troubling. I, you know, I was a pastor for 16 years myself before running for the United States Congress uh, almost seven years ago. Uh, I, I am concerned about it. I, I don't want to speculate. I don't know his heart. I don't know if there's other things going on. But this is a pattern that is, it's over the last maybe two to three years, has really come to the forefront. And, and as pastors, I was just referencing, every meeting that I try to have, Drugs I try to have a redemptive element that runs through it. I hope that's how the folks will deal and talk with uh, Jerry Jr. But this, this, we cannot look the other way with this kind of behavior. I we have, have a soul. One that I don't disagree with uh, in many cases. But you're out here promoting and talking, speaking with undertones, uh, and, and being smug about even the Instagram <laughs> posts that I'm going to try to be a better boy from now on. Uh, there's no penitent heart in that and and I would hope that he could do better I, I'm not here to try to attack him but I am saying this is not the design of the university or his founding father who literally uh, blood sweat and tears created this on the side of a mountain you know, yeah you know what he reminds me he reminds me of this clip I, I forget what movie it's from but it's um the guy who, um, oh, 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 gosh, what, what is his name? I don't know, but the way he talks reminds me of this. I just found a bag of fireworks in the men's restroom. Would you guys like to light them off? <laughs> <laughs> I just found a bag of fireworks in the men's restroom. He, he just sounds like, uh, I, I, th there's a code of conduct. There's a code of conduct at Liberty University that his father built literally with blood, sweat, and tears on the side of a mountain. Now, I don't think it's it's good, but guess what? I got some fireworks. I just found a bag of fireworks in the men's restroom. Would you does, guys like to light them off? Does he not know? Does he not know, Jerry? I mean, Danny McBride. Sorry, go ahead. My my question is: Is do these people not actually know who Junior is? Uh, I and I, I don't, mean this. I I'm not joking here. Like, no, no, I understand you're not joking, but the thing is, I don't think they knew who they are themselves because they are charlatans. They are antichrist. You know, this so, this guy, you know, Mark Jerry Waller. Fowler, so you're saying Jerry Fowler too far for that. Um, well, I, I, I didn't mean to put that into you. I don't, I'm sorry I did that to you. Well, I really no, 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 it's fine. It, it, well, it, my, the easy answer for this is that... Why does an evangelical have a fucking Instagram account? Well, there is that. <laughs> a Twitter account, even at that. A Facebook account, I can get. And they'd be like, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you about this bag of fireworks I found that God sent me. You know? You sound like a used foods emporium. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, I'm trying, to do, I'm trying to do the Franklin Graham. Hi. Hello there. Do you feel lost and lonely in these times? <laughs> Let me introduce you to my friend, baby Jesus. Uh, or, you know. Or, wait, uh, hi, I've got two cans of soup from 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just found a bag of fireworks in the men's restroom. Would you guys like to light them off? Oh, my God. Yeah. The point, the point that I'm trying to make is that um, either, either Jerry Falwell Jr. has gone off the rails or they've ignored his behavior for years. Well, and I mean, he it's, said if it's the latter, then shame on them. It's if it's the former, shame, shame on shame them, shame too. On well, yeah, <laughs> Mark Waller just said there it's been a pattern for like three years. It's been an alarming pattern. Three years. So three how years. long has Trump been in office? Uh, let me see. About three, three and years. And a half years. <laughs> three and a half. Yeah. So. Uh, hey, what happened? 
Yeah, I, I mean, it, like, like, you idiots couldn't see this coming from, again, your bigot charlatans out there. You know, I mean, uh, Falwell Jr., if you follow his Twitter account, Joe, mm-hmm. I mean, he is, like, one of the biggest, like, troll, racist assholes in existence. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying, it, suggesting anybody follow him, but I've seen <laughs> what he does, and he's I, just... I've a, seen his junk. I don't want to follow it. No, you haven't seen his junk, because I don't think it exists down there. I mean... Seriously, I've how much is he paying his wife's assistant uh, assistant to, uh, you know, pull out the the microscope? Hold on, yeah. how much is he paying his wife to allow him to hug his assistant in the master bedroom, the yacht? Oof. Think about that for a minute. It's all awful. It's so awful. But the good news, the good news out of all this, is that he is leaving Liberty University. To spend time with indefinitely, the pool <laughs> in to spend time on his on his coke yacht with his wife's assistant to throw <laughs> the next. They're doing a Breaking Bad themed uh, costume party <laughs> next time. No, nah, I'm telling you, Ken. I really think it's going to be Juan Carlo. Yeah. Oh well, it could be. It oh, could boy. be. I and think- they they actually, uh, you know, they also have planned another costume party for the next vacation for Eyes Wide Shut. The Eyes Wide Shut uh, party oh, should be fun. And um, oh god, what was that movie about heroin with Jennifer Connelly? They have one planned for that too. Um, god, why can't Moral I remember that? Canyon. No, no, no. Oh, it's a movie I watched once and I'll never fucking watch again. You know, the early 2000s had all these movies. It's like, hey. Oh, uh, Requiem for a Dream. Requiem. Yeah, they're having a Requiem for a Dream party next time. And a Magnolia party. And uh, American Beauty. Uh, You know, they're doing all these shows, uh, all these these costume parties based on uh, horrible, horrible, ugly pop culture. Wow, the 90s really well, I thought, the I thought, early two thousand for a dream was it was a beautiful, terrible. That wasn't a bad movie. It was it was beautiful and hor- horrific at the same time. Oh yeah, same with Magnolia, American American Dream. I think is that the the oh, and of American course Beauty, American, American Beauty. Beauty, American Beauty. I'm sorry. Yeah, all those. There were so many movies that came out, like all those like kids and stuff like. Yeah, they're gonna have a kids themed party next time. Jesus God, you psychopaths. We're going to pretend to shoot heroin. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Siri. Well, they're not going to pretend on that fucking yacht. I'll tell you what. Somebody need Joe. We need to buy a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, uh, well, you know. Yeah. Just yeah, sink that. Sink that fucker before he can do do this again. So. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, sir. But so he's the, the the thing is though he's gone. He's on an indefinite hiatus from Liberty University. It doesn't mean Uni- Liberty University is a good place now because it's not. It's horrible. I told you guys about a personal story the other day from somebody I know from Liberty University, which I'm not going to mention on the show. But they're bad people. They're fucking bad people. I, I just don't well, know. They're they're exactly what <clears throat> we talk about when we talk about um, 
the hypocrisy of evangelical Christians. Yeah. That's exactly that's exactly what Liberty University is. What I find interesting, and I'm glad that he's on a hiatus. Mm -hmm. Um we'll see what happens with that. Oh, it, it I doesn't don't think there's any, I don't think there's anything wrong with a religious university. I really don't. Well, when it's founded by Jerry Falwell, yeah, I think there's a lot wrong with well, it. Well, there, that, that is, there's yeah, the exception. Yeah, we have to get into the details when things go south. He built yes. it with the blood, sweat, and tears on the side of a mountain. And also, I went into uh, the men's restroom. I just found a bag of fireworks in the men's <laughs> restroom. Would you guys like to light them off? Yeah. Uh, but seriously, it's just gross. It's gross. That place needs to just be... I don't know. I, he needs I, I, to be. He needs to be removed. Let's get that. And it would be jump. really, it would be really nice if they just removed actually all the board of directors and really kind of turn it around into a religious university. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm that not would... a religious person. You guys know that, but that church and that university was not based upon religious ideals. It really no, was based conservative upon ideals, making money. Yeah, conservative no, it ideals. Wasn't even conservative. I mean, it, it was based nope. upon making money. It, it, the, the, the two go hand in hand. That's the thing. Is they're grifters, and you know, it's like, oh, oh, I can make money off of somebody stupid by scaring them about. Well, all these libtards want to kill babies. Do you want to come to my college? Oh yeah, because I don't like killing babies. I mean, it's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb that you know. I mean, again, good Christians. Who, who use their faith in a positive message or a positive manner, uh, you know, and use it for positive positive messaging and everything, uh, they need not apply at a place like Liberty University. You want to be a racist, a homophobe, a uh, misogynist, whatever? Oh, come on in! Liberty University is, is a lot like the NRA. It's just a Ooh. money laundering machine. We didn't even get to talk about that, uh, but uh, anyway. But it, that's yeah. really what it is to me. To me, you know, anybody listening, come at me. I'll fight. Come you at me, bro. <laughs> Cash me outside. That's what Jerry Falwell said after the interview. Uh, he was like Jerry Falwell Jr. He was like, "Hey, cash me outside. How about that? How about that? Cash me outside. Ah, cash uh, me outside. I'm gonna be at Dickie's Bar and Grill." Yeah, with no dicky in his uh, pantsies. Um, <laughs> so, just smooth. Just a smooth ride down there. Uh, <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> it's really gross. It is gross, but it's not offensive because it, it looks that way. Ooh, uh, so, anyway, let me get some brain bleach out. There you go. No. Oh, oh, did Joe, you get it in your eye, Joe? I'm sorry. Yes, I was. Yes, oh, I, I should have warned you to put your uh, brain bleach I had goggles an on. Violet light. I didn't no. need that. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. But yeah, Jerry Falwell Jr. <clears throat> Again, I'm I'm thinking we need to invest in a cannon. Turn up the night cannon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It it seems perfect. I, I think I think the the clown car garage. We could probably make our own. If we got oh, yeah. resourceful oh, yeah. enough, we could we could put so. it on a little uh, case on and pull it with the clown car. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah haul it around. You know, yes, yeah, so we could go around like, hurting God. 
Uh, oh, yeah, we'll be like, hey, hey, look, God's over there. You want to hurt him, Joe? <laughs> yeah, let's shoot him with the cannon. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. sometimes, though, uh, the crying kid hey, might God. put it. Hey, God, get over yeah. here, God. God some, here. Some, yeah, here. sometimes the crying kid might put us in check, though. Come on over here, kid. God, come on over here. You want to talk to God. Why uh, does God need a cannon? Huh? Huh? You wouldn't need a cannon. To, well, actually, a small cannon uh, for Fredo out on the boat. Uh, mm. So, <laughs> uh, huh. so mm-hmm. I'm still I, I'm reeling. I, I watched that whole scene the other day, and uh, I'm reeling about that. <laughs> the, the penultimate scene of Godfather Two. Uh, Godfather Two, right? Godfather Two. Yeah. You so, never anyway. kill him while my mom's alive. Oh. <laughs> Hail Mary, full of grace. <clears throat> All right, <laughs> let's go ahead. And, let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. Uh, but yeah, seriously, Jerry Falwell Jr., you are a piece of mm. garbage. You need yes. to get help for your addiction, and we're gonna yes. buy a cannon and sink your yacht while nobody's on it. So yeah, we're not gonna do that, but we like to think about it. And the reason why we're not gonna build a cannon. And sink your yacht is because Obama. Thanks, Obama. Because he said we shouldn't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, parting shots. Uh, Rain, you, you want to go first? Uh, I'm going to go first. Because right. if you go back and look at Jerry Falwell Jr.'s picture, you know, his zipper's open. He's wearing, like, the skinny jeans, and they're probably, <laughs> like, stretchy. If you take a closer look, do I have to? Yes. <laughs> Bobber sounded so defeated there. <laughs> <laughs> Must I? I'm taking a closer look. He's, I'm looking. He's, he's he's wearing a thong. Oh, Bobber? No. Oh, Jerry Falwell. I think, or it could just be like bikini undies. Or yeah, just, it oh, looks like the bikini briefs I used to wear when I was fourteen. I'm telling you, man, those are going up his ass crack. He has that worn is my those parting shot. <clears throat> Assless chaps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's my parting. That's my literal parting shot. His All right. Underwear. And, 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 just, and just like Daddy Trump with, with Ivanka, look how close his hand is to her boobs. Yes! Uh-huh. It's just all really gross. gross. So gross. Mm. So wildly gross. For somebody who professes to be pure of heart and close to God. He's got one finger on her bare skin just so he can... And you can see how flushed his face. Okay, Bob. I don't know if I can go to bed. Anyway, Bobber, Bobber, <laughs> give your parting real. shot and I'm back still away. It's wrong, but all right, Bobber, scroll back down to the bottom of the chat and um, <laughs> give your parting shot. All right. So you, you, I think, if I recall correctly, you were talking about uh, the whole coronavirus thing at the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and um, I posted this on Facebook. Uh, so it's a, it's a pretty long article in the Atlantic. About how um, you know America just failed at dealing with this virus. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> of course, we know where most of the most of the blame goes. It goes to Trump. And uh, there was this one paragraph in here I just want to read because it's such a uh, just a well written just destruction of Trump altogether. Sure. 
No one should be shocked that a liar who has made almost 20,000 false or misleading claims during his presidency would lie about whether the U.S. had the pandemic under control, that a racist who gave birth to birtherism would do little to stop a virus that was disproportionately killing black people, that a xenophobe who presided over the creation of new immigration detention centers would order meatpacking plants with substantial immigrant workforce to remain open, that a cruel man devoid of empathy would fail to calm fearful citizens, that a narcissist who cannot stand to be upstaged would refuse to tap the deep well of experts at his disposal, that a scion of nepotism would hand control of a shadow coronavirus task force to his unqualified son-in-law, that an armchair polymath would claim to have a natural ability at medicine and display it by wondering out loud about the curative potential of injecting a disinfectant, that an egotist incapable of admitting failure would try to distract from his greatest one by blaming China, defunding the WHO, and promoting miracle drugs, or that a president who has been shielded by his party from any shred of accountability would say, when asked about the lack of testing, I don't take any responsibility at all. Now, that is one hell of a sentence. That is. That really is. Uh, yeah, there we go. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, give that an amen. 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 Very nice. No, no, that's great. Thank you, Bobber. Anything else? I'll, put, I'll post nope. a link to the, uh, the article in the chats. All right. We appreciate that. It's a, it's a long read, but it's well worth it. All right, so, uh, Joe, what is your parting shot tonight? My parting shot, um, I still can't believe that Joe Biden wants to hurt God. No, it just, it's, it's so But um, it was, so it was hurt immortal. Hurt the Bible, hurt God. Yep. <sighs> Joe Biden hurting God was immortalized on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't, No. Yes, yes. You mean the yes, Sistine Chapel, the, the Sistine Chapel in Oh, there oh man, that's terrible. Yeah. So, that is awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he hurt God. And God and, and God's pissed. Of course, everybody knows where the uh the Sistine Chapel is. It's in uh Thailand. Uh, speci- Thailand. More more specifically, it's in Yosemites, Yosemites. Yeah. And it's guarded. Yeah, yeah. It's also guarded. It's guarded by the infantry bin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's just east of Syracuse. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, my God. <laughs> yes. And they serve quinoa all day long. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm oh, sorry, yeah. quinoa. I said it right. <laughs> <laughs> quinoa. Yeah. Quinoa bars. Qu- quinoa bars. I yeah. love quinoa bars. You can get quinoa them at bars. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So that's Aldi's. At Aldi's or Aldi's. Uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Come on so. down to Aldi's. Uh, or Target oh. might have some. Or Hiante Agle. I'm sorry, a giant eagle. Hiante Agle. Or, wa- or Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> so. Well, the Walmart. I'm going to the Walmart to get my spandex. What the hell? You know, down, down in, down in uh, Georgia, there was a place called I, I called it what? What did I call it, George, uh, Bob? In, in, I called it Inglace, didn't I? Uh, in, Infantry Ben. Ingles is the name of the grocery store. The name of the grocery store is Ingles, and I was like Inglace. Yosemites, Yosemites, Thailand. I mean, and, 
Even Bob's mother was like, no, no, dear. It's no. Well, she corrected you because you know what you did. You uh, you hurt something. Hurt the Bible. Hurt God. <laughs> yeah. Hurt God. Don't ever hurt God. No, because, you know, I mean, he's a, he's uh he's, yeah, he's not quite, man. he's not quite as thin skinned as Trump. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, Why does God need a starship? That's <laughs> oh, I get that. That's fun. Because <laughs> he, he needs to load it with a starship uh, infantry. Infantry. I mean, starship oh, troopers. Uh, yeah. Anyway, all right, we're going to wrap up the show. Everybody have a great night. Don't be like Jerry Falwell Jr. Just mm-hmm. be yourself. Mm-hmm. Be true to yourself. Don't yeah. have, you know, if you want to watch Trailer Park Boys, watch it for the guilty pleasure that it is. If you want to have a Trailer Park Boys, uh, you know, a uh, uh, party on your yacht or on land or in the air, whatever you want. It's a, it's a lended yacht. By the way, I, I, uh... we can talk about that later. Oh, it was a yacht. loner yacht. It's not his lot. Oh my god! No, it's not his yacht. That yacht oh. actually belongs to a NASCAR guy. Oh, that is a whole other story for another day. Yep. So yeah, it Tuesday, Tuesday. Yacht. Let's find out the oranges. <laughs> I mean the oranges. I mean oranges. the oranges of the uh, NASCAR yacht. I'm just kidding. I can say it. Origins. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's wrap things up right now. Please check out uh, all the other fine programs here on Radio for Humans. This coming Sunday on uh, Geeky Gals and Guys, I'll be joined by, of course, Susan, Michelle, Miles, and Curtis. And we're going to do top five superheroes for wildly different reasons, I'm sure. It's going to be fun. And a bunch of other stuff, too. But anyway, we're uh, we're going to wrap things up right now. I ha- I got to take a trip uh, to... Uh, Yosemites, Yosemites. Yeah, and also... Thailand. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys. Bye. Bye, guys. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! (laughs) That's it! (laughs) Woo! Uh, And I'm just going to throw it to you. What was up with that picture on Instagram? You know, it was weird because she could, she was, she's pregnant, so she couldn't get her, she couldn't get her pants up. And (laughs) so I was like trying to like, my, I had on a pair of jeans that I haven't worn in a long time, so I couldn't get mine zipped either. And so, <laughs> and so I just put my belly, I just put my belly out like hers, and it was just. Um, she's my wife's assistant, and she's a sweetheart, and I should never so up embarrassed her because. Um, anyway, I, I've apologized to everybody. And I promise my kids, I'm gonna try to be. I'm gonna try to be a good boy from here on out. <laughs> All right. So, and this is it with this TV show, this this Trader Park Boys thing. Yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> it was just guy. It was the costume party on the. Uh, uh, and we, we were on vacation, and anyway, long story short, it was just uh, just just in good fun. That's I it. just found a bag of fireworks in the men's restroom. Would you guys like to light them off? <laughs>